Welcome to the Gold Fourth and Amplify podcast from DeskWatchUK.com. Proud to be affiliated with the Inspired Disorder Collected, but in no way affiliated with Brian Redband's original setup. But he inspired us to do this podcast, and now, as they say, in the United Kingdom of Northern Ireland and Great Britain and the Commonwealth, let us start this motherfucker. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. We're going to jump straight into it right now. As you know, uh, Egypt have ousted the president. What's the president's name of Egypt? Mohamed Morsi. Mohamed Morsi. The military have moved in and expelled him because they've listened to the people, the 33 million people who are out there demonstrating on the streets of Egypt. Finally, the people have been listened to. They have been heard and the president have been ousted. Why aren't the people of America doing what the people in Egypt have done? Well, that, there's fucking many different reasons for that one. Well, do you tell me? Well, the, well how many like, people do you hear in America who feel that Obama is taking the fucking piss well, out of them? Not that they're repressed, but he's gone too far. Well, the handy thing that um, America's got is that it doesn't have 33 million unemployed people on its fucking streets. That, 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 that starts off very Is well. that how many... No, there's <laughs> fucking hardly anybody works over there, though, generally speaking. There's no... No, th- th- you're casting aspersions. No, I, Economic-wise, right? You know, I'm sure the fucking unemployment in Egypt's fucking stupid. Right. Okay. I, I don't even think they have unemployment figures. It's that stupid. You know, it's powerful though, isn't it? Thirty-three it, it, it's, million. It's, it's very powerful. It's, it is very powerful. Um, so why isn't the people of America doing this, or the people of uh, Great Britain doing this? Because we're 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 not necessarily semi-repressed, but we hate our governments or pe- certain a lot of people. If you believe the social networking sites, hate our leaders as much as the Egyptians hate the fucking the leaders. All right, different circumstances, yeah, right? But, but we we have got the same type of hatred. Why aren't we doing what the Egyptians did? Well, or have done. A lot, a, lot, a lot of people are very similar to you, though. As you said, an armchair protester. Yeah. Somebody who will talk the talk, but they never quite go out there. I know you said you, you're willing to do it for a certain couple mm. of things, but the like, like, look at how many people are there. That the, little ring there in the middle, apparently that's... A that's, a lot. Tar- that's Tarea Square, that. that. See that circle, though? Yep. That's women. Apparently that's where all the women are congregating and the men around them are protecting them because apparently the sexual assaults and the violent rapes have, have gone up fucking rapidly yeah, they uh, have. recently. Uh, so a lot, a lot of the good men now are, are taken to the fact that they're going to protect the women and a lot of the women now are, are not segregated in the crowd. They, they've got like a safe yeah. zone. There was a, there was a fucking uh, major fucking news story about uh, 18 months ago when the Asian Springs were first starting. A, uh, an American uh, news reporter, a blonde, was uh, reporting in Egypt. Well, she's British, but she was working for an American press. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't working for us. Uh, fucking a couple of bitch, Egyptians guy yeah. fucking went through her, didn't he? Fucking raped fucking her. a good few of them. About fucking a good group of double digits, allegedly. Yeah, fucking uh, they just grab hold but, of the cameraman and just fucking... Let's face facts. Fucked her. When you think about it, now, not now, Mohamed Morsi obviously got elected on the back of democracy and all that shit mm-hmm. and started by implementing laws that were very anti-democracy, you know, they really were, yeah. you know. And... To me, the beginning stages of a fucking dictatorship or tyranny is the first fucking, the greatest weapon that there is, rape. That's straight away, that's exactly how it starts. What? Dictatorships and tyranny. Yeah. You know, 
tyr- whatever the fuck you call it, tyrannic leadership. Yeah. One of the greatest fucking weapons that they use is rape. Rape on a fucking big scale. So if they've fucking rocketed, then it's fucking very, very likely it's... Yeah, it's not soldiers going through the and, fucking people. I know, though. but the soldiers don't work for him, though. His fucking supporters work for him. How's that come about, then? How have the uh, Egyptian... Who's got the real rule in Egypt, then? I mean... We know last time the the older uh, President Karzai, he Karzai, that's Afghan, Afghanistan. Who, who's uh, Mubarak? Mubarak, yeah, President Mubarak. <laughs> he was ousted again by the fucking the military. So is it the generals who have the power? Well, clearly yes. Well, considering he's he's supposed to have been they've had a military coup today to kick him out, and clearly then yeah they do have the power. Where are they up to at the moment then? What what's the military strategy at the moment? What the military doing then to keep him out of the power? Because he is at the moment he's president elect over yeah. there. Well, the they've reported that a couple of uh, quite a few re- sources have said that he's under house arrest. Right. No one's offi- the military haven't officially confirmed it, or they hadn't an hour ago anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, officially, he is supposed to be confined he can't move anywhere or okay. anything like that now where he is I don't know okay um, but they have said that they have ousted him mm. they have ousted him and obviously there's fucking military everywhere so will the parliament now be d- completely disbanded all of his ministers and all that will has all that now gone to fuck oh, and a lot of his a lot of his parliament had already fucked off anyway a lot of his parliament had already jumped ship from his really from his so they, they knew what was coming yeah. is it any tyrannical leader will grab onto power no matter what threat is out there because this this guy clearly demonstrated it. Gaddafi clearly demonstrated it. Yeah. Saddam Hussein clearly demonstrated it. They're grabbing onto power and they can't let go in it, even though the odds are that were stacked against them. I mean, I would, even though uh, Saddam Hussein uh, had the, the might of the British and American army against him, he still had the majority of his generals and his ministers on his side. Yeah. Say, do, do you remember the uh, the communication fucking uh, the communication minister? The uh, the colonel, we are beating the American and the uh, British dogs yeah. back. They will not invade our in Baghdad. We are winning and, and ev- fucking ev- everybody fucking down weapons and ran. Yeah, <laughs> I think the Revolutionary Guard fucking ten thousand of them came marching towards the British troops, basically surrendering yeah. like the elites. Um, well, now y- your main thing with this issue now is there's a couple of sides to it. Now there are a lot of fucking supporters of Morsi. I know that. No, obviously he's, a Mis- he's an Islamist, so there are a lot of supporters of it in that area of the world. Right. Um, obviously, there's 33 million people who are against him. So what well, were yeah. they against? Were they uh, against his policies? They were, they were very... Well, obviously, the, the numbers of people actually protesting is... You know, you, you're not really going to get an accurate representation of it anyway. You oh, don't yeah. really know how There wasn't 33 is, million people in that fucking yeah, square. They were, they were pulling it over a complete fucking country, weren't but they? But the, no, he, he was quite popular. Maybe not so much now, obviously, mm-hmm. but he was elected on the, the back of a democracy. That, that was the idea behind it. And now there's a lot of people now who are saying that they only gave him a year, if you know what I mean. But, like I said, some of the stuff, I can't even remember the specific laws that he passed or right. wanted to pass. Some of them were fucking funny shit. You know, very funny for a democracy. Was it know? Shia laws? You know, was not, it? Not Shia, like, even though he backs Shia laws. Yeah. He backs a lot of Shia laws. The some of them were just literally, you know, this uh, this is what we're going to put in, and it, it, the law should have just been called the anti-democracy law. So what was it? Can you recall anything? You can't I drop fucking bombs like I that and fucking not they back were, them up. They, they were they were very anti um, anti opposition party. Right. Okay. Laws, some of them, um, but 
when when he got elected, I, I know what I was going to say this before, but you wouldn't let me because you wanted me to say it virgin on the yeah. podcast. Um, I didn't want to know it was like a surprise. But when he was elected, the first thing I thought to myself was, right, fair enough, they've elected him type of thing. All I could see was Muslim Brotherhood, Muslim Brotherhood. Now, which I think uh, I c- everybody I c- in the West could see. That's I c- all I, I see in the Muslim Brotherhood, and the media were pumping it up, were saying, yeah. "Well, you got rid of somebody who the Americans like and they had a good relationship yeah. with, and you're getting somebody in there who you don't know. So, is it better the devil you know, or is it better the devil you don't? The Muslim well, Brotherhood and our now control. I only have opinions on certain stuff like that, just off what I read, because obviously I'm not exactly a frequent, you know, Middle East traveller, yeah. but. The Muslim Brotherhood. Don't fucking catch me going there and all the. <laughs> the Muslim Brotherhood, generally speaking, has this whole reputation of being an Islamist party, mm-hmm. a hardline Islamist party, mm-hmm. and they back some of the really bad organisations out there. And, you know, they fucking back oh, Al Qaeda. Not, not, not Al Qaeda wasn't one of them, but they back the Taliban. Right. The, the, the Aren't they one and the same? No, the Taliban are much more aggressive. Uh, Al Qaeda are like the uh, fucking. IRA. The f- the, the, the f- no, they're like the little fucking corner offshoot, you know, like a little extremist offshoot right, okay. of it. And the Taliban are extreme enough anyway. Okay. Um, but they back, to me, all I could see was the hardline Islamist thing. And all I could see was fucking policies that no one in Egypt would want. Mm. They see democracy fucking, to me, an Islamist is a fucking wannabe dictator. So who was you working for then, did you? You have committed I've, the oh ultimate no. sin of having your phone on live, on loud, Fuck while we are out. loud. You want to be ashamed of yourself, <laughs> Declan Whiteside, you crazy bitch. Right, that's muted. Goodbye. Fuck off. Did he have his own agendas then? Or was he working with was he working with other countries to, to really bring repression about? Why would he go in with a 70s type of attitude to run a, a democratic well, country when there's so many Asian springs around? And that's what I can't understand because the guy looked like an intelligent guy. You have to be you have to be an intelligent well, guy to run he, the country. So he, why he, would he, you he try was, and enforce something so fucking ridiculous? He, like he, he, was an, he was an intelligent guy. Do you remember when Israel was going to kick off to the month? Against... Who were they going to kick off against? I can't remember. Israel were getting in loads of fucking shit. Oh, was it Palestine and Turkey yeah. and all that bollocks? Yeah, the, the Israel were going to get in and they were fucking... Do, do you remember when they had all the rockets going off and everything, the Iron Dome stuff and yeah. Palestine, whatever they fucking call it, Hezbollah was shooting missiles and yeah. all that shit. Well, he fucking went out, didn't he, and negotiated Who a the big... F- the Egyptian... Morsi. He, he? It was like his backing thing. It was like he, he went out and he... He really did. He did a really good fucking job. He managed to fucking get both sides to fucking back down right. and sign this agreement and that agreement. I'd love to know what terms that and, is and not not fuck out of each other. And then as soon as he got back, there was all fucking cheering in the streets and everything yeah. about how good their president was. Yeah. And he'd helped out in the Middle East and he he basically stepped in before the Americans did. Why did? Why is he fucking? Why right. was he trying to repress his own then, people? But as soon as he did it, on that popular note, he fucking just slipped in these. Stuff into Parliament, right? You know? So it was a t- so it was it was a part of his plan. Would you say it was already? I, 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 would say, I would say so, but like a lot of people said, though it was only a year. But if you dem- democratically elect someone, mm. do you give them the time? You know that amount of time to do it, or do you trust in them not to? You trust in them, don't you? Know? That's why you elect them. I mean, I can't remember any of the people that were up against or what their agendas were. Uh, but this guy who got through got through with a massive majority of the folk. Yeah, I think is. it was something ridiculous, like 65%. He, yeah. w- he was the people who wanted... So uh, they must have looked at his background and thought, he's going to be good for democracy. Yeah. We're going to get the tourism back up, which is what the fucking country was... It was sustaining a lot of yeah. it, wasn't it? I know um, a lot of Western states were pumping 
billions into him and yeah. aid. Um, but a lot of that had dried up. A lot of the aid had dried up because of what he'd been fucking doing. I don't know whether it was sanctions, but it was just country saying, nah, we're not going to give you fucking all this money so you can buy more fucking tanks and put fucking... That is one of the good th- things with uh, the Egyptian democracy and the powerhouse now. The army mm-hmm. is on the side of the people. Yeah. Now, when... Is it, what's the other dude's name? The, the old... Uh, Hosni Mubarak. Mubarak. When Mubarak was going out of power... They, you didn't know which side the army yeah. was going to fall on because for a long time when the uprising started, the army were repressive against the uh, protesters. Yep. They were hardline, and then they, it was like they had a change of heart. Did they? Did they look at it tactically and think there's millions of fucking people on the mm-hmm. streets here? This is something we can't do with all the world looking at us through the cameras. I think. We're gonna have to fucking really fucking look at it because we could turn ourselves into the bad guys. And the last thing we need is a fucking inv- a ground invasion by by the fucking West. I, I think what what they ended up looking at the army at the time, very logically speaking, and they did make press conferences on it and stuff, was that the amount of people out, they just got to a certain point where they just decided there's too many people out, there's too many people against us, yeah. so to speak, or Hosni Mubarak type of thing. It's time to facilitate a change. Mm. Now, a lot of the army... Now, That's it, brilliant. It, it, it was a big fucking jump for them because a lot of their fucking top generals were well up there with fucking Mubarak's... Oh, no. You know, I, know fucking, I know it was massive. I you know. know it was massive. Now, as to the people, the top men there now... He was I don't a friend know. of the West on Mubarak, yeah. wasn't he? He really was well, a friend of the West. Wasn't exactly a friend of the fucking people, though, was he? That was the main thing. Uh, so. What was the what was he doing to the people? Because... Uh, Employment wasn't fantastic, but it's better than what it is now. They were in a better shape before Mubarak got fucked out. Did he have a secret yeah. police force or something like that? Oh, was yeah, he, was he had he, all sorts. Was of he ruthless? He, he wasn't Obviously, he was. I don't, I don't think he was anywhere near as bad as some of the others. Fucking Assad was much worse. You know, mm. Iran, obviously, much worse. Yeah. Um, he wasn't that, that bad, but he was bad on a certain thing. Not only that, I think what the problem was, people protested, and some parts of it that he had his hand in, some of the crackdowns mm. resulted in a lot of people dying, if you remember. Mm. And that was, do, what, that, that was what fucking started to swing it a little bit. Um, now, with this Morsi, I just, I, you don't even know what his, what his agenda was because he's only been in power for a year. I know. There's, there's two sides of the coin. There's, you can say... He wanted he, to run the, the rest of his term as well, didn't he? That was part of his yeah. argument for staying in power. He said, I've got another three years yeah, in he, power. I was democratically elected. Yeah, like, and it is a military coup. There's no like, other way of dressing it up. You can say um, all you want that he... You know, he might have brought this power in or he's bringing this power in or he's trying to pass this, blah, blah, blah. So, and... He's well, basically now ended his life because he's going to go to jail, isn't he? It, it depends because he's not really done anything jail-worthy, if you know what I mean. He's just kind of ran the country, generally speaking. Now, I know that the last couple of days there's been quite a few crackdowns, but the crackdowns were against his supporters, yeah. not against... Uh, well, the police turned up, didn't they, when the uh, when civilians were raiding the, the Muslim Brotherhood headquarters in uh, in Cairo. The yep. police turned up, but they fucking... They, they literally didn't do anything. I mean, they were they ransacked that building. There was nothing there. There was nothing left apart from bricks and mortar, well, and the police didn't do anything. The, the worst thing that could have happened was the police opening fire. Yep. Other countries, would they handle that differently? Or was they conscious of well, the, video, of the uh, film crews there? Th- th- there is two sides to that, though, because yesterday the army did open fire on Morsi supporters outside of university and killed 16 of them. Did they? Yeah, 16 Morsi supporters uh, outside of university shot them. Morsi supporters? Morsi supporters. People who supported him protesting for him 
on his behalf outside of university, army open fire, 16 dead, 27 injured, something stupid. What were they doing? Unknown, can't find any footage of fuck all. Um, that's, that's, that words leave you, don't they? Words, words can fail you when you try to, uh, yeah. not even defend, but when you try to break something like Is that down. Why did they do it? Was it, was that propaganda to say, look, we're with the people, look what we're doing, we can take down the supporters, we, this is how much power we have? It's a complicated thing, but, now, this is one of the main things is that Egypt at the moment, now obviously it's only been in democracy for a, sing- a year, what, a year and a half, something mm-hmm. like that. Not saying that the elections were a year ago, weren't they? Yeah. So a year. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly a fucking mature democracy, is it? No. So as far as I'm concerned, for the moment, they're just the mob in Rome terms, you know? Mm. And I know it was fucking, it's been said for fucking years by all sorts of different Roman politicians, you know, at year, you know, centuries and centuries ago that the mob is fickle type of thing. Did they? And it would not surprise me at all if the next election, the next Muslim Brotherhood candidate won. And if that happened again, I'd just, I'd think, it's a fucking lost cause. <laughs> fucking yeah. let them do it. Fuck off. You know. Well, Muslim is a peaceful race. That's what the, they're advertising the, uh, the, the, you mean it's in the religion? The Islam. religion, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Islam. Uh, and the Muslim, the Muslim Brotherhood is supposed to be, well, is 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 advertised and uh, explained to the world as a peaceful religion. Yeah. I mean, what what you got to remember is, forget what the press tell you about uh, people who are Muslim or people who have uh, the faith of Islam. Forget what the press fucking tell you. 99.9% of them are like me and you, yeah. in terms of, they want to go to work, they want to go home, they want to do their own thing, they don't want to be out there chopping people's heads off, mm-hmm. they want to live a normal, happy life and provide for the families and you might have a small 0.1% of them who want to go out there and want to chop people's heads off and want to fucking do bad things but you get that in every fucking society of the world so regardless of what party is in power if they want to do good and if they want to be on the side of the people that is what they will do immediately from the offset yep. obviously this guy who's in power now the the the, uh, the president elect over there wasn't doing that for the people so the people rose up and fucked it yep. off What's coming along next, though? Will they go back to the bro- uh, well, Muslim brotherhood? Obviously, they've said that they're gonna. The army said they're gonna organise elections again, mm. like they did last time. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They, weren't they in power for like a year as well? They were in power for a good few months. Yeah. I think it might have been six months or something like mm. that. Um, they didn't bring around any uh, changes, though. Did they? they didn't not martial law or anything like that, did they? Uh, they, they did straight away after Mubarak getting knocked out. Uh, the next day, they mm. did. Declare it for a few days. Isn't it weird how fucking riddled with cancer he is now? He's apparently he's fucked. Twenty five billion he was worth. Where's all that money? Where's that twenty five billion gone now? What's what's that twenty five billion doing? Is it buying fucking ICBMs? Did, did you see his house in London? No. It's fucking massive. Like fucking twenty four million pounds or something. Twenty four million pounds. That's stupid. Yeah, that. To be honest though, in London that could be fucking the terraced house. Though, yeah, it? it could be a little fucking one bedroom flat. Like. <laughs> um, at that fucking house. See, the thing price. is, it's true. I think. Um, Somebody said this this fucking apartment in London went for five hundred million pounds, and it was just a fucking apartment, but it was uh, in Mayfair or somewhere like that, prime the, location. The current most expensive apartment building, apartment, generally in the world is London. Uh, Over New York, then motherfuckers. The last, in New York the last well. decade, every year, London's topped everywhere else Fuck. every year, and this year the, it's the Shard. The top three floors of the Shard is one apartment. With fucking umpteen bedrooms, umpteen fucking bathrooms. Right, okay, okay. Three floors. The shard. The sh- you know the sh- you know the big glass building in London. Obviously. Oh, the gherkin. Is that what is that what you call it? The gherkin. The one that looks like a gherkin. It looks like a missile. 
It looks like a missile. Yeah. It, lo- it looks like something that someone would fly a plane into very well. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. But... They built another glass building, you know, in London. Not as a gherkin, uh, but yeah. uh, this, the same type of concept, but this yeah. one more looks like a, a mini skyscraper. So well, go on, the top three floors well, is the, 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 the Shard's going to be the, is, is the tallest building in Europe now. Right, okay. Um, most of the floors are open already. The top ones aren't quite done yet. Okay. But the flat on top of that is the most expensive one in the world go on, at the much. moment. I can't remember how much it is. It's a lot, though. It's well up there into the three-figure millions, you know. What, as in 100 million? Yeah. Oh, my God! But one of the last ones was, uh, I remember it was three years ago, it was in the Times, I remember reading it, because it had in the, like a list of... Times reader, we have a Times reader, we have somebody here who reads the broadsheets, not red tops like us fucking civilians here. Scum. Yeah, 24-year-old reads the broadsheets, go ahead, go on. Um, but in that, that at the time had this two-floor fat flat or something, mm. top of the building, the mm. full work, penthouse, mm. and it came, it was 126 million at the time, I remember that, um... That was the most expensive one in the world at the time. Flat, just flat, not yeah, no one just to. flat. Um, and that came with two SAS guards on permanent fucking former watch. SAS guards or serving SAS guards. Former, former SAS, SAS guards, you know, bodyguards, SAS trained, armed or unarmed, armed, armed, legally armed, legally armed, full secure. The f- it was fucking. I remember reading it. The fucking article was about three pages. It was fucking massive. And where was this? This was in London again. It's London. So London, who the fuck London, is moving into? How can people live? How was the normal civilians? Where are they living in London? Is it well, all council fucking accommodation or something? Well, what do you mean? Well, there's people in London who are earning like five pound thirty an hour, like the minimum yeah. minimum wage. Well, don't forget though, you do have parts of London where properties worth fuck all, shit really? all places. You really, do have, you know. There are places where people just won't live or don't want to live, and like you yeah, said, but isn't it, aren't those places the places where developers buy? Developers buy these fucking places, don't they, and yeah. regenerate the buildings that are there and make them fucking nice. And all of a sudden, they've gone from a fucking hundred and eighty. Well, even those houses in London have got to be what two hundred thousand pound. They've got yeah. to be, which is cheap for London, isn't it? A two hundred thousand pound house in London is fucking cheap. Yeah, well. Your average house price in London is two hundred eighty thousand. Well, that's the average price of the, the the average house price of the UK now, isn't it? Two sixty. Is it two sixty two? The average house price in the northwest where we live is one hundred sixty thousand. Right. Uh, the average house price down there is two eighty. Right. Um, across the entirety of London, of course, um, you know, from edge to edge. Mm. Um, so that probably includes some countryside and mm-hmm. all sorts. Um, but like two hundred eighty grand in London, I bet you'd be hard pressed to live somewhere really nice. Oh fucking hell! Um, better believe it. Well, when I was uh, nineteen, my ex girlfriend she sold her house for one hundred and sixty thousand. It was a detached house. It was let me think now one, two, three. It was three bedrooms, two bathrooms. It was a big house and had a garage on the side. Uh, it looked oh, fucking hell. The living room was massive. It was it was the same size as probably this house and your next door neighbour's house. It was yeah. the size of a, a, a semi-detached house, but made into one. And she sold it for hundred sixty thousand in two thousand and one. And she Where said was this? this was in uh, Runcorn at Runcorn Hill. Yeah. Right. And uh, she it was her own house. And she fucking and she said if I had this house in London. It would have been easily a million pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is ten fucking years ago. Yeah. It just shows you the complete contrast. I mean, it was a fucking lovely house. It wasn't worth a million pounds, but if it was in London, it's a, it would have easily cleared a fucking million pounds. And I wouldn't mind. It would have probably cost, even if you could find land in London, to build the same house would probably cost about £25,000 yeah. and you can sell it for a million. That's why it's fucking evil, corrupt motherfuckers out there. The, 
Well, London, the property prices, obviously, they're renowned now for it anyway. That yeah. They well, they've always been, in, there's yeah. always been a north-south divide. No, it's just been up, up, up. It's is it because it's the because c- it's the c- it's the centre of Europe, isn't it? I mean, they did think for 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 hundreds of years it was the it was the centre of the world, wasn't it, London? Yeah. I mean, it's the is it the um, is it still the economic powerhouse and the 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 capital bank of the world? Is that where oh, easy. M- most transactions fucking go through? It's, it's banking sector even now, even with our banking sector in the fucking gully, uh, smashes Wall Street. It smashes Wall it, Street. Bums it completely. How? It, how, how, how does our it, how does our square mile city it just fucking. It's just far beyond our stock market's Well bigger than Wall Street. Well bigger than Hong Kong. Why? Why? Why are they choosing Britain uh, to do it and uh, and not uh, Wall Street or Hong Kong or even the Germans or the French? Because uh, they've got. Was it the? What have we got over here? The FTSE one hundred. Yes. Right. Where's Nasdaq? Nasdaq is. I think no. The Nikkei is Japan. Yeah. Nasdaq is the other American one. Right. Um, there's two in the American. And you've got you got Germany and France, haven't you? What are they? Uh, Can you remember? I can't remember what the French one is. I can't remember what either are now. Right. Um, I've never dealt in them. So why are they? Why did Charles? Why did Charles Britain then to to be like the centre of the, of the the economic world? Is this part of the whole new oh. new world order? Because they want this one government, don't they? Why? Why do? Why has it always been London? Even with all the shit that's going on now, why has it been well, nowhere else? Well, one of the main things was because it's a small fucking island in terms of things. All right, well, we're a first world country, and we're as advanced as anybody else. But why did Charles London? Well, I think one of the main things was, let's talk about pre-recession first. Okay. What, why it got so big. Obviously, we had the, some of the world's biggest banks, you know. Um, the We had a strong currency. You know, we well, really, the strongest in the world. You know, we, we really do have a strong currency. We did then, we do now. It's not good for us, but it's good for, no, it's just not good for us. It's good for us by importing from uh, yeah. elsewhere, but it's fucking hard Shit to sell shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... It's a really fucking complicated one, you know, with why people go to London. But so maybe we've got two hours. Well, we've got an hour and a half. Well, one of your main things is straight away strong currency. Anyway, mm-hmm. number two, the vast majority of the bank is keyed into nearly every other fucking bank in the world. Yeah, but you can, you can put you that can move money very easily, or you could move money through the city very easily, very you know, off the books. Not necessarily off the books, but. You could avoid quite a lot of tax doing it, you know. Mm, all right, okay. Um, and so they've picked it because it's the easiest to move money it's without being penalised. Well, it's not just that. It's, it's London's London. You know, London's got fucking this whole thing where people want to go there, people want to live there, people I want, know. you know, anybody with any type of money, and let's say anybody who just literally, money is not a problem, mm. you know. Word, Even with the weather? Even with know, the weather, shit. Where do you want your fucking apartment? London. London. It's always London. You know, they'll always have fucking the mails elsewhere as well, but yeah. always fucking London, you know. So is it just sexy because it's London? Is London like sexy for it? Thirty eight percent of people who currently live in London do not even have British passports. Thirty eight percent. So what's that? You're talking population of London, six million, thirty eight percent I'm sure I remember, I'm sure I remember it being four point one million people who live in London who are not British. No, four four point one million people who live in London who Ah, British, sorry. Right. The rest aren't. So what are you talking about? Two point fucking two point nine percent and potentially are not British. Um, wow, that's amazing. Two point nine million, yeah. Um two point nine million, sorry, um, people are not British. That's amazing. And that was like the census last year, the year before. Was it two thousand eleven our census? Was it work? Is that why um, they're over here then? No well Families. It, like I said, it's a really fucking complicated there's no real 
answer answer to it to speak of it. Somebody who really, really knows the shit will be able to go, oh, it's this reason, this reason, this mm. reason, this reason. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, people go there, people live there, people bring the money there, you know. They bring a lot of money. So there. why are we doing so much shit then if we're the fucking economic powerhouse of the world? Because London might be doing well when the rest of the fucking country isn't. No, yeah, the further north you get, the Birmingham's money. had a housing boom the last year, apparently. Fucking house prices went up by 9%. I believe so. No, yeah, I can't believe that. Well, mind industry died. That's where all the cars in the United Kingdom were built as well, weren't they? In Birmingham. That was like black country, wasn't it? Why was it called black country? Oh, it was coal, wasn't it? Yeah. Because everything was just pumping out. It was fucking a dirty-ass motherfucking part of the country. Um, Industry's dead in the United Kingdom. Yeah, it definitely is, yeah. But we've managed to plod on and keep on paying our bills. All right, we've got combined IMF to take out fucking stupid loans. Did you see the... um, Reduction in industry during the Thatcher years. No, it's about minus thirty-three percent. That's in how much we industry lost. in in England. Where was the revenue coming from? Is that why we're in debt now? Because we're taking out loans to replace the the, the gap that was left. No, no, rid of industry. Even then, the economy grew during them eleven years, but we lost so much industry. But banking sector and retail and all sorts went up, up and up and up. Yeah, because she took away the regulation, didn't she? And yeah, big style. Uh, but that was really a good thing. But could have do we kept the industry as well <laughs> you know if she kept the industry arguably right now would be fucking what wouldn't we have i know um but one of the reasons why industry died as well is uh, a lot of green taxes it just it was killing businesses businesses Great. were trying to make a profit and because they're producing chemicals and releasing shit into the atmosphere they were just getting charged millions and it was eating into the profits something ridiculous i read somewhere it was taking 60 percent of the profits yeah. away from some businesses green, green taxes and now I know I'm not saying that we're on high wages, but green taxes and high wages killed our industry. Yeah. Not necessarily high wages because we're on high wages, but because we're so lucky, cheap, aren't we, man? But, but because there's lower wages elsewhere. You know, th- we are so reason. lucky. That that was why a lot of industry went right. Fuck it, we're off. Mainly chemical industry stuff that doesn't have a fucking sell by date. You know, mm-hmm. bump India, India, mm-hmm. India, China. You know all them, and they're all fucking regretting it now because fucking India's fucking minimum wage is. Like the last two years has gone up th- by three times, three hundred percent. It's gone up three. So what? What's the equivalent? Are we still talking like a pound stupid. an hour? I know that in China their minimum wage is like one point eight four dollars an hour. That's their minimum wage now. Right? Is it American dollars? Is that good for them? Is it? Yeah. Is it? Fucking hell! It depends because they've got dead high inflation. That's why the wage rise is going up so much. Um, but. Now, all these companies that fucking jumped shit 15, 10, 15 years ago, some of them, quite a few lived, were in this town. Yeah, you that's know, right. You know, a lot of ICI, Fisons, fucking stuff like that, they jumped shit mm. within the last decade. Mm. And in the time they've gone, the cost of running a factory over there has fucking gone up by like 1,200, 1,500%. Right. Ours are fucking cheaper now than they were then. Really? So now, well, now, yeah. your wages now are equivalent to around about 2004. Approx. What uh, due to inflation? Due to due, due to inflation, they're roughly now bang on about two thousand four ish. They've just got back to about two thousand four, two thousand five. So you think about it right now. They're looking back and thinking, "Fucking hell, we had all them massive factories with permanent workforces, with mm. all this, with all that, we had all that, and now we're fucking making less money." Um, <laughs> did healthcare and paying maternity leave and sickness pay uh, kill the industry in the United Kingdom? No. As, did it not? Did it not put too many restrictions? And the holiday pay as well. America, some companies don't give you maternity leave. Or so Not just America, but I'm using America as an example because it's classed as a first world democracy, yeah. right? Some They don't have maternity pay in some states and they don't have holiday pay. Some uh, 
some uh, co- corporations in America, you wouldn't dream of having two weeks off work yeah. paid. If you're yeah. having two weeks off, you won't get paid. I know a lot of these other countries where if you're off sick, you don't get fuck all. Europe has a very good fucking work system for that. You know, we've got every country here has got literally this many laws. Your employees are entitled to this many holidays yeah. with pay, this many sick days with pay yeah. minimum. Blah blah blah, and most companies because that's the minimum. Yeah, the only they want to top it. They want to be apart from more us. beneficial. Apart from us, yeah. Um, uh, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. We work for a great company, honest. Um, no, we do though. We did work for a company. Oh if yeah. People knew if people fucking actually were. That was see where we were. Right, we got a lot of lot of lifers who started there when they're sixteen, so they don't know what it's like there, out there in the big wide world. Myself and my good friend and colleague Declan Edward Whiteside at the Anarchist on Dead on Twitter. We have. Um, We've both worked outside the industry that we work in now, so we know what it's like in the big wide world. And where we work oh, now, shit. We were, where we work now, it's like fucking, it literally is. I have got the best job in the world. They push a lot of money towards me, and I work hard for it, but it's in an environment that I'm comfortable with, and there's not much fucking, there's not much shit off a lot of people. As long as you do what you need to uh, get done, and you do it right, everybody's there to earn a wage there yeah. isn't many people there who are there for the ego are they really no. even the bosses are not there for the ego they just want to I know I can name two bosses right now who well, uh, who is fucking he's one, he is one of the lads isn't he do you yeah. know what I mean he's not there for the, for the fucking ego at all well like but you said, get that a lot of other places yeah um, well that's the main thing is that now I, I can comment about it fucking completely openly anyway I fucking work at Morrison's right what a fucking shit job that was. I've never known anybody to go from, as you said, one of the lads or one of the girls or whatever, to go from that to assistant manager next week and turn into a complete cunt. Mm. I've never known such a difference. You know, all of a sudden, you are not a friend. You are a fucking minion. Is that something what his his, uh, his seniors pushed on him? Or was that something where personally he just thought psychologically, right, I can no longer be friends with, with the minions, with the lower workforce. I've got a, I've got to be seen as somebody who, who, who demands respect. Yeah. I can tell you exactly what happens in Morrison's. Shit flows downwards. And this is as, exa- it does, no. as it does in any other place. It really flows downwards in there. Okay. Literally, this is exactly what happens. I should have capped this show, by the way. We're in deep shit this month. <laughs> Why? How many viewers have we got? 52,000. Oh, fuck, we're fucked. Um, the, the main thing behind... The, I can't even remember what I was saying. Morrison's. Yeah, yeah shit flows it. downhill. Um, basically, you have your area direct or whatever the fuck it is. He comes in the store one day. For those American viewers who don't know, Morrison's is a supermarket. Um, the... He comes in, he says, that's a shithole, that's a shithole. Bollocks the three fucking store managers. They fucking run away with the tail beneath the, teeth, beneath the fucking legs. He fucks off. They then bollock every manager because yeah. the shop's a shithole. Right? Now, straight away, not the manager's fault. Probably doesn't have enough staff. Probably doesn't have enough workers. He's probably spent fucking half the day putting his, doing his, making his staff do stupid things like mop floors, brush this, brush that for the visit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Then the managers are fucking pissed off. They bollock their fucking assistant managers and supervisors who then have got a shitty on with the fucking staff and shit floors all the way down to you. Yeah. And you get fucked for nothing. You know, yeah, for yeah. something that's not your fault. But you, you make it manager, feel like it's your fault. Your manager gets fucked for something that's not yeah. their fault. Therefore, you get fucked. Yeah. It's completely stupid. Morrison's witnesses are dumb, though. I know it is. It's dirty. It is. I know it's, what, it's 15 years old. 17 years old. All right, 17 years old. And you need massive investment on it. Yeah, the trolleys are rusted. 
but hand baskets are well, rusted. Well, they've just invested a load, haven't they? Oh, have they? They've just rebuilt it. Well, the one they've redone windows. the inside. Oh, have they? Yeah, it's completely redone. All right, well, I've not been in. Last time I went in there was probably about three months ago. Yeah. I used to shop in there all the time, and it put me off. See, from going from Tesco to going in Morrison's, it was like fucking, it was... It, it, was, like, it was like going from fucking Britain to Israel, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> fucking, well, 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 it? No, well, it, where should we say Sorry, West Bank. Yeah. The, the West Bank, that's yeah. what it was like going yeah. to. Fucking the Gaza Strip. <laughs> it was fucking horrendous. Yeah. I, I do know what you mean because I shopped in Tesco for a good few months, you mm-hmm. know, and going in Morrison's is completely different. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I'm sure people who were, you know, fucking live in asylums and stuff like that go in there, you know, mental asylums. They <laughs> fucking go in there and they're fucking like lunatics. Yeah. I feel like just twatting them. We are so lucky though with the rides we've got. Do you know, in Italy, basically in August, at the end of July, they shut down for seven months. Mm-hmm. They're on the seven, sorry, seven months. They're on the seven week holiday in Italy. Yeah. Nothing gets done. I was working in an industry in the food industry at the time, uh, in the engineering department, and we used to order a lot of uh, a lot of our um, pressed pressed uh, parts, our tools from Italy. So like big screws, screws not too dissimilar to what we have got now, but on a smaller scale. Uh, and we used to order it from Italy and see if we ordered it at the wrong time. And we had a, we needed it within two months. See if we ordered it in June. If we haven't got it by the end of July, no matter how much money we throw at them, offering to pay overtime for the staff in July, everywhere shuts down. Yeah. It's a fucking seven week. It's like a bank holiday, but for seven weeks paid as well. Is that part of the reason why Italy's up shit street? I don't know. Have they moved away from it? They've not. Are they still doing well, it? Yes. Now, Britain has got the worst fucking holiday rate in the yeah, Europe, haven't we? Now, we are. <sighs> It's slightly a bad trait and a good trait over here in terms of we are open to negotiation via wages and sometimes, you know... Yeah, with British employers or some European employers. Yeah. Um, you know, but some fucking European countries are going through major shit now, some of them now. Not financially. Yeah, you know, Greece and, Greece and Portugal and Spain and all them shits, but one of the main ones for me is French. Some of the French laws... You know, some of the pensions that they had, some of the fucking things that they had was just completely stupid. They, I can't even remember, what, what was it? I'm sure they had their fucking hours capped at something like 36 hours a week or yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know? it was, yeah. And, but they retired at 55, guaranteed. Mm. And the second that the Holland plant pot fucking got in power, you went, right, pension age, as you'd expect, we've had it, everybody else has had it. They went, right, pension age, 60. So we put it all five. There was fucking riots. They were going fucking mad. Did they go sick? Oh yeah, they went fucking do lally. It was unsustainable though, isn't it? Retiring oh, yeah. at fifty-five in an age eco- uh, in an aging uh, economy is yeah. unsustainable. It's, it's just not enough money to no, pay for the pensions. Let's face facts. Even I, though how was the pension pot? Sorry, mate. Just quickly, how was the pension pot supposed to work? Right, we invest into our pension. Right. Yeah. So we pay for it, and when we when we retire, we still manage to uh, we still manage to. to to withdraw on that money. Yeah. Well, we still get that money that we paid into it. Other people who then start working for the company yeah. after you retired, did they end up paying for your retirement? <sighs> Not, it depends. Now it's, you see, some of the things now is that a lot of the employers, you've, they invest their pension on behalf on your behalf. Mm. Some of them have got their own still. Mm. Most of them in, invest on your behalf though into another mm. company, like mine. Mine's a private pension. What's that um, mean? That means basically it's an outside company. Okay. They they say right. Tell you what, we'll pay so many percent of your wage if you pay this much of your wage. Yeah. We'll pay it to this company. Mm-hmm. You manage your pension for you know. I manage my pension. If you know what I mean, they pay. I manage it. Nothing to do with the company. Mm-hmm. They do have their own company one though, which yeah. is crap. Well, I'm in that. I think I get five percent of my salary. Yeah. Um, the now you see, I chose the private option because it was much better. But you still get the five percent. 
Yeah, but that's going into my private one instead. Right, okay. Um, but <sighs> the the whole thing with pen like, like I was about to say before before you mentioned it. Go. Cool. I grew up, and I remember a lot of times, especially ten years ago, all the news was on about was pension pot. Deficits, fucked. pension pot deficits, fucked. Yeah. fucked ring fucked. fenced, ring fenced and by the government. It's not ring fenced know, by the government. And, was, and wasn't and it Ross on the Lions who fucked up? Don't know. It was a big pension fund that fucked up massively. Um, they lost billions. Yeah. But now, I think final salary pensions had a big to do, a big thing with the that. Perfect pension. Um, the perfect you know, pension. Final salary pensions were a big thing with that because. The main thing with it was that it was not contribu- con- contribution. That was not took into account. Mm-hmm. You could have literally started your fucking job at fucking twelve thousand pound a year and worked like that for thirty years. And in the last five years of job, you ended up on hundred grand. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you walk away with a hundred thousand pound pension. You know, yeah. hundred thousand yeah, pound per year pension. The NHS is the last three years. Yeah. Um, that's why you find a lot of people in the last three years will get a managerial post, and that's what that's yeah. the, what you, you know. Want. That is unsustainable. Now, mine's completely contribution. Mine will only go up by the interest that I earn on it, which I have invested in certain things. Did you choose what you invest in? I did. Right. Um, and that only goes up by what it is. Now, when you come to your final pension day, mm-hmm. you get your several options. I can't remember. Mine are like four different options. Okay. You know, it's like lump sum this or blah, blah, blah. All taxable. Yeah. Uh, depends what you take. The tax on your fucking um, pension. It depends what you take. If you don't take a lump sum, you get taxed much less. If you take a lump sum, though, you will get taxed to fuck. But it's scandalous. How dare you tax our fucking yeah. pension, George? Um, <laughs> but the the thing with the, the the whole pension fuck up is, for example, now have you seen how it works exactly? I'm not interested in pensions, mate. I, I keep having rem- cash myself. I can't remember the n- the name of the exact thing, but at the end of your pension, you get something. They basically send out a statement and say, this is how much your pension's worth. Right. Let's say I have half a million pounds in my pension pot, mm. which is more than likely what your average pension pot's going to look like mm-hmm. by the time we retire. Because mm. fucking inflation and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I've already got fucking £16,000. I've been paying for three years. Um, but you come to that... So and you've paid in 16 grand in three years, or is that just... That's that's with the company contributions as well. And um, interest? Yes. Right, okay. I did do quite well with the interest, though. I invested it in good straight. Um, but you come to that, and you get told, right, here's, a, here's fucking half a million pounds, right? Now, this is more or less exactly how it works. You can take a £210,000 lump sum. Is this when you retire? Yeah. Right. <laughs> At what age? Well, my, mine would be fifty-seven. Right. Even now, in this economy, right? Okay. So that, that's that's written in law. Mine's fifty-seven. Now. Okay. Right. And what is your retirement? I age? can retire at sixty-seven if I want. Well, so you're sixty-seven because me at the moment I've got to, I will be sixty-seven when I retire. I thought yours is going to be seventy. No, mine's a thingy. Well, it might go up to seventy by then, but my early retirement option on that pension is written in. Right. Doesn't change that at, at all. At what age? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Right. Or I can retire yeah. at the actual retirement age, which obviously bumps shit m- bump oh, right. up a lot more. Right. Because that last ten years, you've got fucking major shit. And do you still cash. contribute to it after you're sixty? Because after you're sixty, you don't contribute to your own uh, national pensions, state pensions. No, you? you have to. You have to keep contributing to the end. 
give the viewers me fucking cough. Um, you have to keep con- contributing as far as I know toward right. the end. Okay. And it is but, going into your coppers. Right, but, good. like I said, now this is where it gets fucking complicated. It's getting complicated now. Right. Fucking hell. If you get half, if you have a half a million pound pension, mm-hmm. that's how much it's worth by the end. It's not necessarily what you've paid in, but that's Is that how much yours going to be worth? Mine's got an estimate of 300,000 to 800,000. So 401, it's a 401 pension. Yeah. 401 dollars. Um, is that, what do you mean? For, in America, they have a 401. It's their pension. Mm-hmm. If you pay in from like an early age and you retire at 60 or 65, whatever, yeah. it's £401,000, 401k. Right. So yeah. I think with the with our conversion, it'll probably work out about 401000 Well, the <clears throat> let's say you come to retirement and you've got half a million pounds, right, mm-hmm. that you in total have paid in, gained through interest and everything. Mm-hmm. I would be very surprised if you walked away with a lump sum for a quarter of a million out of that. No Was it shit. capital gains? No, you, you'll get your tax on it as well. You, you get your tax on it. Right. But they will not offer you all that money. Just, I don't particularly know how it works. Exactly. You must, well, you're fucking paying into it. So you're more, you're fucking, you've got an IQ but, of what, 140? 160. 160. Um, you've got an IQ of 160, which is genius. You must fucking know how it works. The, the, the reason why is that you've paid into this pension pot for so many fucking years or whatever. But if you want to take it in a lump sum, you will not get every penny that you've paid in. Okay. So no where's the rest gone? The rest has literally fucking gone kapoof. I don't fucking know. It's just com- pension pots are too complicated. They're far too complicated. All right. Okay. So you get a lump sum, and then do you get like uh, so much money a month or a week? If you choose that different option. Right. Okay. But like, would you it, still get the value of half a million though? No. If you live for fucking about forty years, you might. Right. After you retire. So if you live to a hundred, you will get all your money back More that you paid in. Right. But. You might die at fucking 68 and you know, you'll never see a penny of it then. What about what you've paid in? Will Killer not get a widow's pension? Because my nan gets a widow's pension. Now, my, my grandfather died in 1997. Mm-hmm. And my nan still gets a widow pension now. Yeah. Well, I honestly haven't looked that far into it. To be honest with you. I, know, I know that Kayla's the beneficiary. If I drop dead now, she'll get every penny of it. Well, yeah. If you die now, for her, she'll get a widow's pension. The best option for anybody. Now, I know it's not a viable option. Your best option is to drop dead at 66. Because it will pay out tax-free. Bam. All out. Every penny of it out. The company doesn't get anything. Um, Government? No one. No one gets... Well, okay. they might get... If you're if you're that... If you've got that bigger pension, they might get death. The death tax. Um, <laughs> but... The death tax, what's that called? Inheritance tax. Inheritance tax, yeah. I call it death tax. Um, Yeah, George, we're on to you. That's one of the worst taxes in the UK. um, Inheritance fucking taxes. How dare you, how dare you take (laughs) off tax of what we've earned, how we've managed to get fucking, how we've managed to take it away from the system legally and put it in the bank to provide for our families. And you still, even in death, you're saying, well, they've got an estate of £300,000. We're going to take £50,000 of the high hard-earned fucking cash and we're going to keep that to yourselves here we go that's what you can have there you can have 250,000 but this is mine and yeah. we're going to give it to this woman who's got 11 kids and she's going to move into a 50,000 pound house sorry 500,000 pound house who's never worked a day in your life there you go there you go it's in fucking fury oh, scrap it George the, the inheritance tax at the moment is 300,000 so anything over 300,000 you get taxed 40% on <laughs> um, no, uh, Osprey, um, what's your name? Bra- uh, Brown put it up to three eighty. Oh, three eighty. Yeah, because right. it was something ridiculous, like a hundred and sixty thousand. It wasn't much. It, it it was with the see the main thing they had to put it up because oh, yeah. people's house prices have gone up so much. 
that literally all of a sudden you'd fucking get this house and all of a sudden you had to sell it. Yeah. It might be the house that you wanted forever because yeah. it was like the house you grew up in. But yeah. No, you had to sell it because yeah. you couldn't afford it. No. But, you know, it's either that or pay the fucking 40 grand. Fuck that. Um, but, 5%. But if you, if you take your pension as a lump sum, it's a very good option in terms of you might drop dead in a year or two years or whatever, if you know what I mean. Mm. And you're not seeing fuck all of it. Right. You know, you fucking lived this pauper's life, you know, <laughs> fucking for all this fucking shit. That's why I don't pay you know. to a pension. But if you take it lump sum, obviously you will see the benefits straight away, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if you just give it to your fucking kids or whatever. Mm. But if you take it in in payments, mm-hmm. weekly payments or monthly payments or whatever, you will get much more bang for your buck. Right. But... That's what my mother's doing. My mother's retiring next year. She yeah. could have retired at 60. She's working until 65. She's getting a lump plus weekly payments. Yeah. Well, mine are obviously all estimates at the moment and the shit estimates because it's fucking 40 years away. Yeah. But the the, the the gist of it is is that literally, if you take a lump sum, you will probably, if you was to take it in a full lump sum, you'd probably get half of your pension value cash on the spot, roughly. Okay. That's the general rule okay. maybe a bit more if you've got a really 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 big one um, but think about that you'll probably get less back than what you've paid in over them fucking years so why are you not keeping it in a separate bank account or the money under your bed why have you invested in a pension what, do you honestly think in 40 years there's going to be a pension out there that is um, that is uh, st- that is around today. Do you still think what you've? I mean, we're seeing it now. People have been paying in pensions, and they've been promised this, this, and this when they retire. And they've come to the retirement and said, "Well, we've had to move the goalposts." I know yep. you say, "I know we," say, and I know you can get compensation back in it, but they're still yep. getting a lot. Well, there was expected a lump sum of like sixty thousand pound, and they were getting a lump sum of like twenty thousand yep. pound, and they're expecting weekly fucking payments of t- three hundred pound. They're getting fucking two hundred. To be honest with you. I see my no pension. I see my pension, to me, <coughs> personally, as not 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 my pension. Very, if it ever gets to the point where I where I get to pay out early and I get to retire early and all that shit, whoop de fucking do. You make it. But to me, that is just my life insurance. To me, if I fucking drop dead in fucking ten years or whatever, Caleb probably be fucking fairly loaded. Um, Mrs. Burrow, she's got an NHS pension. She's yep. my meal ticket now. She's she's been paying to it since she was sixteen. And Mrs. Burrow's is thirty three in January. Uh, she can retire. I think it's fifty or fifty five. It's something yep. ridiculous like that. With a lot of money, she's going to end up mm-hmm. with that. Uh, but it's unsustainable. Yeah, it really is. Um, they're going to retire the pensions. They've um, always said they're not going to retire the NHS pension. But it's fucking what percentage the NHS pension is taken out of the NHS fucking actual budget? I don't know, but I expect it to be it's a very lot. high. Your, your state pensions are your biggest black holes. They really are. The state you, pension. The state pensions, as All in right. the, the, the civil the, servants. Yeah, your civil servant ones. I mean. Um, and your councils being one of the worst fucking ones. They were all massive final salary yeah. ones. You know, there was fucking bin men retiring on fucking £40,000 a year pensions and shit. You know, you know really And they fucking things. deserve it, though. Oh, the yeah. bin men were getting up at fucking three o'clock in the morning yeah. in all fucking shitty weather. And they were grafting for 45 years. They fucking deserve it. And how dare people come along and say, well, it was a bad idea at the time. There was only fucking 24 million people in the country, weren't it? Yeah. 60. They, they, they fucking didn't deserve the other week when they didn't empty my bastard bin. I would have kicked the shit out of them. <laughs> seen them. They didn't empty a bin in my world the other day because the lid was three inches inside and what it was. Apparently, she's had two warnings before. 
that they wanted oh, no. into the bin. So oh, she got the third sake. strike, and because her bin was up by three inches, right, all she needed to do was fucking squash it down. Yeah. They never emptied the bin. Is that not counterproductive? Because all that's going to happen now is she's either going to end up fly taking it, or she's going to have to go the fucking tip herself. Yep. Like, it's 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 only going to be a matter of years till they start weighing them. Definitely. Well, they've got chips in now, haven't they? Have, you, have yours got chips in? My recycle bin's got a chip in it, and uh, every week of the recycle, I get points for discounts yep. off shit. So um, put bricks in the bottom and all sorts <laughs> to get the weight up. Well, um, my bin didn't get emptied the week. Now, arguably, the stuff in it was less than recyclable. Easy, it was all wood out of my back garden. Right. And I knew they probably wouldn't take it. It still fucking pissed me off, though. So what, they opened the bin and they analysed what was in they there? They opened the bin, they analysed what was in it, realised that I'd literally emptied half of my garden into that fucking bin of old rotten wood. Well, that's because um, you're fucking stupid. Then um, I do that, but not the top. I always make sure we have a couple of bin bags. You know, eh, bin bags, because they're not going to... Um, I'm going to take off the top three layers and analyse the bottom. I had a bin bag on top of it as well. So they fucking took that bastard bin bag off. <laughs> Did it weigh a ton? Did it go to move it? and think, you motherfucker. It didn't weigh that much. I've... Yeah. I've took heavier ones out so did, did you get a letter or did you phone somebody or? oh no I went out and the bin just fucking wasn't bastard open it, the bin wasn't empty I had to fucking empty the bastard fucking wood out didn't I oh motherfucker but that's the first time I've ever had not emptied since I've had the house and I've had ones where I put rubble in <laughs> I've had ones where I put fucking soil in the bottom and everything um, because let's face facts I can't be asked going to tip we've got three bins we've got a green bin which is I for want a green bin. I really want a green bin. Garden waste. We've got a blue bin, which is for recyclables, and a black bin, which is for rubbish. Right. They've got five in Wigan. They've got five bins. How? They've got a, a red one and a. I can't remember what the other colour is. What is one for metals and one for paper and one for plastics? One, and one for, for rubbish. One's for food waste. Um. Fucking hell, man! Where's that food waste going? And one's for metals. Where's the food waste going? It's not coming to us. I don't know. I don't know. Um. But. It's a good idea, because all that food waste is recyclable. Oh, they should have been recycling fucking years ago. Well, not recyclable. It's, well, it is. It's a form of recycle, isn't it? All yeah. that food waste is bioenergy just waiting to be yeah. fucking used. Um, but I, I want more bins, but we've still only got two. Do me fucking editing. My green bin has not been emptied in two years. I filled it like a motherfucker two years ago, right? You'll be able to put it on your garden soon. It'll just be compost. Well, then. that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> every every year, by the time it comes around to me cutting my grass, the bottom of it's decomposed, yeah. right? So it goes down about fucking a foot. So just fill it up every year. Yeah. I tell you now, mate, if a light, if a match goes near that, it's gonna fucking go, it's gonna be a mushroom cloud. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, it's all fucking flammable now. It, it, at the bottom of it, it's just like a sludgy, mushy motherfucker. So it's had, it, it will now get to the point where it's having chemical reactions with the oxygen and it's yeah. broke down. And it's gonna be methane in there and all fucking sorts of it. Um, that's what they're doing with some old landfills now aren't they they're, they're literally burying all the shit that's on landfills putting housing estates on there and drawing the methane gas off the landfill and it's powering the fucking housing estate I've never heard of that have you never heard of that no. right a place in Germany did it the first time 50 years ago right it was a landfill it was getting too much and they literally fucking dug a fucking huge... Uh, the landfill then became a, a hole, right? And he fucking buried all the shit under... You cold? No. And they buried somebody walking over your grave. Yeah, someone's walking Dancing over your grave. Dancing fucking weighing like that. Got fucking goosebumps and everything. In Germany, they made this landfill, right? Literally a hole. They had the cut-off date. They fucking smoothed all the rubbish over. They put six foot of fucking cement over the top of it and built a housing on stay on it. This is 50 years ago, right? And they said, there's enough methane under here. This rubbish is going to produce enough gas to burn for 10 years. It's still going strong now, 50 years later. We could power the whole of fucking England off our fucking... 
tip in work. <coughs> tip? Then you're the big fucking hill behind the place next to Mersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. The place yeah. that gets inspected. I keep on every forgetting f- about that, you know, because that's just buried, isn't it? That's Tell buried. You, if you go up there fucking about quarter to five on a fucking really cold morning, when it's just starting to get light type of thing, you can see the fucking fumes rising out the fucking tunnels. Bullshit. Really, seriously. You're shitting me. You can see the air going like that, shimmering. Because uh, apparently it's fucking like, as you said, it's fucking methanes and hydrogens and heliums and all sorts of stupid How much? Gas. Do you know how much land is there? Uh, if you could you hazard a guess? What, the, the main hill behind us? Yeah. Probably about six, seven acres. Six, like seven that. acres. You can buy that for a pound, you know. Yeah, I know you can. Because the fucking French company wants to get rid of the bastard thing. It's what? The French company that owns it wants to get rid of it. I didn't, I didn't even know anybody owned it. Yeah, the f- there's a French firm that buys chemically destroyed land. Right. And they just sit on it. They, they, they pay people. I know you've seen them yourself. People come and do test the land on yeah, shit like cool. that. Yeah, cool. And they, they can't sell the land for so many years. But after so many years, they're supposed to be able to... You know, they've bought it fuck all. Well, it's been redu- the land's been redundant now for 60 years, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, 65 It's got to be 100 years. It's got to oh, be redundant for... But that one's a, a major chemical tip. Um, now, it? obviously, I work with somebody... Who, who used to go up there when he was a kid, you know, 40 years ago. Right. And he said, literally, they used to come along and Bernie Mike was like a proper tip as well and, you know, all the rubbish and everything there. And they'd just go, right, come on. JCB would come in, dig a fucking hole, tank come up to it with fucking ICI shit, chemicals in it and everything, go, fill that hole up. Fill the hole up, bury it. Fucking And that's hell. all they did for years. And you can still see it down there now. You know, whenever they, they, whenever they dig the road up round out, round the, the whole place, yeah. when they dig the concrete up, yeah. You look down, after about a foot of concrete, it goes yellow, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. because it's, it's fucking destroyed. I thought it was just clay. No, it's fucking... I've never seen clay that fucking nicotine yellow before. It's but. fucking... It, it's bad shit. Fucking <sighs> okay, hell. They were doing pilings the other week. You know, pilings where they hammered the girders into the fucking ground. Big fucking 40-foot girders. They hammered the fucking girder into the ground. They came back the next day and it was gone. Yeah, I believe just so, sank. Yeah. Sank. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just because though, there's a natural river, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, a lake, yeah. A lake. Which is weird, that, because you would think we would the, the, the water in Witness would come from that lake, but it doesn't. It, comes it used from to. Win- it, it comes from Windermere now. Yeah. Which I find it fucking ironic. Um, why would why we withdraw our water from Windermere when there's a natural freshwater lake yeah. running under the Do fucking town? One of the fascinating things I find about... Now, we're going fucking well off subject there, fucking well off revolution, but let's go on this. This is all part of the revolution, yeah, mate. Yeah, part of the revolution. I'm about to talk about fucking sewage. Um, somebody I know used to work down United Utilities, the sewage plant, you know, in Penketh. Yeah. And he, said, works. and he said some of the sewage going there, right, was coming all the fucking way from Kendall. So they were shipping it in? They were no, trucking it in? fucking down under fucking ground and everything. It's fucking, he said literally, it's so far away. You know, that place takes processes. You know, it takes stuff from literally everywhere. You ever wonder why Widner smells of fucking shit when they spray the fields? Everybody thinks they spray the fields. They don't. You know, the fertilizer they put in the ground, when they bury the seeds, it mixes it up with fertilizer. Mm-hmm. That fertilizer comes from United Utilities. And what happens is then they water it. And the fucking the so powder. Is it, is it the powder, human shit? The powder turns straight back into shit. Because. He worked there. I I don't know the specifics on it, but it's a filter. Mm. You get your shit coming in. Goes human all, shit. Yeah, human, human shit. shit. All sewage, everything. Comes right through the filter, all the way to the fucking end, and it comes out with this fucking dead fine powder. Right. Really fine powder. Okay. Uh, and in the middle, all that you find that's left in the middle is fucking seeds, jewellery, fucking whatever the fucking hell else went through, bits of bone and everything, you mm. know, fucking whatever somebody's put down the bog. And... After all that, this little powder's left. 
and they sell that to the farmers and the farmers put it in because it's dead good fucking fertiliser. The second you water it though, it just turns back into back shit. Into shit. Um, I've always known that smell doesn't smell like a fertiliser. you know, like a country no. shitty cow shit smell. Stinks, it, it smells like human shit smell. Yeah, and when they say, oh, they put that on your potatoes for Christmas. Yeah. I don't fucking think so. Um, but, fucking, well, there you go. Fucking revolution subject. We got onto the subject of shit and house prices. Well, fucking things. But what other fucking subject we were going to aim for? Let's try and get back on subject. Geoengineering. Geoengineering. Weather manipulation. It's a massive conspiracy at the moment, and it hasn't been admitted by the government. Well, it's it's only the chemtrails are a conspiracy. Everything else officially exists. Just the chemtrails of the government purposefully manipulating. Yeah, the uh, the the conspiracy that out there is that the government is manipulating the uh, planet's the planet's core temperature, and they are sprinkling uh, aluminium particles into the sky, which reflects the sun's heat and uh, radiation back into space, so it cools the temperature of the Earth down. But what they're sprinkling into uh, the upper stratosphere is that highly carcinogenic that it's it's making people really sick. And the way they're doing this at the moment is by commercial airliners when. When you see an aeroplane fly over the sky, when I was a kid in the 80s, it would have a trail behind it, and the trail would disperse behind the plane. You used to see the plane, the plane would have, like, it looked like a foot where you are. And, like, the the arse end of it would shrink, but it would always stay a foot, and it would disappear. But now, these trails are lasting hundreds of miles, right? And it looks like a cloud formation, but it's staying in the sky to reflect the, the sun's temperature and the radiations back into space so we can control the fucking uh, temperature of the planet. Apparently, it's causing massive fucking illnesses around the world, and governments aren't admitting they do it. But the massive movement out there at the moment is that this is physical. We can see it in the sky. These fucking clouds are not are not are not there one minute, and then they're around for up to twenty four hours. Because because yeah. of that light, they take about twenty four hours to fall from the stratosphere down to the fucking uh, sorry the upper atmosphere down to the fuck. What's the one before the atmosphere? Uh, the uh, the atmosphere. Well, you've got you've got the upper stratosphere. Is it? Well, it's the, it's the one the planes can find the maximum height of, right? And these clouds are staying around for a long while. If this is true, and they are manipulating weather patterns, right? If the conspiracy theory is true that it is coming out of passenger airlines, the people have the right to know that this is going on, and it should be debated, and it shouldn't be cut off. What, what have you read about it? Um, I've, I've read maybe not so much on the chemtrails thing, but weather manipulation exists. Governments regularly use it. When you have the... Beijing uh, Olympics. Olympics. China had six ships, 30 planes and seven rocket launchers all fitted with chemicals that purposefully fired certain chemicals into the sky to stop it from raining. You're shitting me. It never rained at the Beijing Olympics, ever. Why did the... Why was this not widely reported? Or well, was it? Was, it? You can find it all over the internet. It, 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 but it never made the mainstream media, well, no, did no, it? But you can find it if, if it was officially acknowledged. And... It didn't specify what chemicals, mind you, but these chemicals meant that if it started raining up up there, by the time it came down to the fucking ground, it was that fine. You didn't know it was raining. It wasn't. Didn't feel like rain. It didn't get stuff wet or anything. What damage is that doing to the people, though? Because oh. people are inhaling this. I mean, it, even though they're firing it up into the air, it still has to come down. I know. And is it by the time it hits the ground, has it evaporated enough where it's not dangerous anymore? 
Let it fucking rain. That isn't that part of the Olympics. If it's gonna piss down with fucking rain, it's gonna piss down with rain. And it's gonna add to the atmosphere, and it's gonna it's gonna create a story. Or do you remember back in nine, in two thousand in fifty years time in two thousand eight in Beijing when, it when fucking pissed down, pissed down, drowned. Yeah, and it was thunder and lightning in the background, and fucking Mulfaro, for example, run uh, a ten thousand meter fucking. Uh, uh, marathon in these conditions and it was a great fucking feat yeah. it creates a story doesn't it people we do not want chemicals fired up in the fucking sky if it's gonna fucking kill people and take fucking people one, out one of the main things I read about it as well on the chemtrail subject the only thing I really read about it um, that was official anyway you know I always go for official stuff I don't really like wiki in it you know I always like look, going for the official sources can you have official no. sources on official sources on weather manipulation uh, yes, they do exist. But one of the official sources was a senator. I can't remember when, what year it was. It was a good few years ago. Obviously American. Congressman, sorry, not a senator. What's he, the fucking difference? He um, he campaigned for this certain bill to get passed. And about three people voted for it. And it got through out. But it did exist. And he brought his bill out. And it was a, a bill for America to never use space to manipulate, to, to have space weaponry, basically. Okay. That that was the bill. That was the idea behind the bill. He okay. didn't, want, didn't want satellites with lasers on, all this fucking bullshit. Right. And he, he brought his bill out and he wanted it to go through. Now, it never fucking picked up, ever. Right. Can't, it did exist, though, officially. Okay. And he used the wording in it, officially, a fucking actual US senator or congressman, whatever okay. the hell he was. His official wording was, one of the weapons that he did not want to see used was chemtrails. He did not want chemtrails to be used. And... The American government never acknowledged that he'd said it in that thing, ever. Um, but why did he use that word, chemtrails? It's disheartening, isn't you know? it? But he, it, there was all sorts of shit in it. It's fucking like, you know, fucking... They have something now called an uh, iron cannon, you know. Mm-hmm. When um, when the... Does Star Wars exist? The Star Wars defense system. Does that exist? Did that ever get off the ground? No idea. No idea what you're talking about. The Star Wars defense. Basically, when uh, an ICBM is in the sky, they can fire missiles at it to shoot it down. This is the one that where it was going to be in. Uh, this is the American defense system. Now the where it was going to be in the, the UK and it was going to be in Ukraine. Russia didn't want it. Uh, mm-hmm. They were putting them all over the doorstep. Right when all the uh, missile defense systems fail. Apparently, right now, there's something in the sky called like a, an ion cannon, right? That can, can that can shoot whether it's a laser or a missile, I don't know, but it can manipulate the space around it, right? To fire a pulse to uh, to destroy the fucking the missile. That's up there now. Apparently, there's missiles in space that have nuclear weapons on them. So if land based don't work and submarines uh, don't work, which is fucking, it's, if it's going to be up there, it's going to be up there. If it's going to be fired, it's going to fucking make it. These uh, satellites now, well, satellites. It's been up there since fucking seventies that have nuclear missiles in mm-hmm. there pointing at Earth, so they can just press a button from the satellite, and you can't see a fucking launch. You can just see it's probably hovering over the countries now. So let's say uh, Russia has one over Great Britain right now. Yeah. Russia can press a button, and within what two minutes, there's going to be one on the way. Do we have enough a quicker defense time to say there's a missile? Do you? What do you think happens when they see a fucking missile flying? Do, have they got to analyse it? Do they know what it is straight away? Or do, do they have a little chat about it and need to arrange a cold ring? Or I don't c- know. Can it just be a decision where they say, yeah, we've got a fucking... Well, they'd have a fat chance if it was a fucking cold ring meeting. It wouldn't be to the next fucking morning know, or something, yeah, would it? Yeah. Um, it can't be in June, though, because they're all on holiday. Yeah. Not June, fucking August, because they're all yeah, on holiday. They'd have to bring them all back from fucking France and Spain and places like that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, but, 
Not if you called them brown because he has a staycation. Well, I fucking hate that word. I've, I've staycation. A lot of the official statistics on the Trident missile system, um, you know, is basically nuclear deterrence via we'll hit you with nuclear weapons. I've never really seen much of actual shoot the nuclear missile out of the sky type yeah. shit. I've seen some video footage of it. Yeah. I've seen some video footage of the, the, the uh, when the Americans were doing the... I, I can't remember whether Star Wars got off the ground. Uh it might have been it might have been curled, but they put something basically identical in place with a different fucking name, yeah. uh, and they fired a, a, a ICBM without a warhead attached to it, and for years it didn't work properly at all. They were always missing it, but now mate, they fucking they do have uh, they do have missile killers out there. Um, but like I said, the original point that that bill he wanted it passed to the United States to commit to never use. Any weapons from the upper troposphere upwards, you know. What was it? What was his uh, argument for it? Because it I was inhumane. I, I can't remember. It, it was. I'm not being funny though. If every other country's got that though, isn't that something that you want? Well, yeah, but fucking hell, they've already st- all countries start developing weapons to shoot satellites out of the sky, haven't they? Mm. Let's face facts. If they if they're developing stuff to shoot satellites out of the sky. They're not just shooting them down for GPS purposes. No, didn't uh, China do it a couple of years ago? Well, well six months ago. Was it six months ago? Was that? I thought it was longer than that. Got fucking, they got about fucking. What was the story seven, behind Seventy-nine thousand miles away from Earth before it blew up. What was the uh, seventy thousand miles away from Earth? Something stupid like. So they shot a missile from China, yeah, and it went out of the atmosphere, and it went all the way out into space, fucking good style, and it hit the target. No, no, they, they were just shooting it to see how far they could go with it. A missile, yeah. Well, did it then blow up and detonate? Or? Yeah, well, I think it was a thing, yeah. When it got out no, of range, no, it self-destructed. No, no explosives, it was a you know, self-destruct type thing. Well, either that or it just went dead, and in about fucking 100 years or something, some fucking missile's going to come back down, and everybody's going to think the Russians are firing them or something's going to come oh, down. Mate. Wouldn't it be awesome if, uh, I don't know, somewhere near Jupiter... In twenty years, there's an alien spacecraft <laughs> just flying around, and next minute, all the lives we're being fucking fired at. Where did it come from? Earth? Slight problem, though. It was fired twenty years ago. Well, they got a good fucking targeting system, then, haven't yeah. they? But I bet anyone it'd be one of them fucking things, wouldn't it? That it was that that cavemanish that there's no defenses for it, and it just goes <laughs> plows through the fucking thing. Would but we the- would we last if an alien invasion come along? Would we, would we have the technology now? We've gone a long way from revolution now, haven't we? Well, this is a revolution, <laughs> isn't it? Would, um, would, the world would unite, wouldn't it? It, it? Well, yeah, you've got that whole front. But it depends on the fucking technology, doesn't it, really? You know, well, the, the way you got to look at it, right, if, a spa- if an alien space fucking uh, armada came from uh, a different solar system, right, you've got to assume that, well, you, they're travelling at the speed of light, aren't yep. they? So a bit, little bit of space dust... Travelling at the speed of light, it's going to be like hit, be, uh, being hit by a nuclear bomb, isn't mm-hmm. it? By uh, bouncing off the spaceship. So it's going to have shielding, isn't it? Yeah. It's well, going to have shielding. We're fucked. Well, I think one of the main things you could um, you could always say for something like that is it depends on technology advancements. You know, just because a race has, ma- has got technology advancements to travel so far and so fast mm. doesn't necessarily mean they've got highly advanced weapon. You, you, you would assume so, though, wouldn't you? If you're travelling you, across space, we assume if, there's anything, so. if there's anything else out there, mate. We, we assume so, but all disaster movies always have these fucking aliens that come along with massively good weaponry and they go, yeah. you know, blow everything into fault. I preferred, I know it was a shit film, but I preferred Battle Los Angeles for the idea behind it was that the invading space aliens were, they had infantry. 
you yeah. know, infantry with soldiers sidearms. You yeah. know, I preferred that. But whether or not, that was a good to, story. It was a good story. It was a great. I story. preferred that story. You know, compared to world, just world getting blown up. To play. But to be quite fair, more than likely, as you said, if they've got that type of technology, more than likely they'll just turn up and they'll just go fucking exterminate us. Yeah, fucking that, wipe the planet out that there, would you know? that would unite the planet though wouldn't it uh, all of a sudden all the fucking religions and uh, all the the country's fucking uh, individual problems with each other would have to come together for its own yeah. fucking survival yeah and we'd survive for what fuck we'd all be united for what 30 seconds before it becomes scorched earth yeah. and we get fucking wiped off the face of the planet where are we up to where is the uh, country up to with the Edward Snowden in case you have been trying to relay this to me today but I've been batting you off like a, like a <laughs> disease with it uh, you mean what you mean in this country or Edward Snowden? Where's the where's the planet up with it? Where are we up to with the story well, of it? He's where, still where, in Moscow, isn't he? Is that the official story? Officially, he's in Moscow. But what's the uh, story behind it that was on an aeroplane flying to fucking uh, Ecuador? Well, so far with Snowden, he's applied to twenty three countries for um, asylum. I didn't know that. Eleven have rejected him so far. Most of them European. Um, Any of them was? Mm, yes, one of them was rejected. Yes, um, but on what grounds? Obviously, the oh, fucking. I think it's based on him having a fucking arrest warrant for him. You know, well, the the Americans have put an arrest warrant out, haven't they? An official one. Um, but, uh, but, well, the main thing's happened, obviously, the last couple of days. It's been relatively unexciting until yesterday um, when the Bolivian president was on a fucking flight from Moscow back to La Paz. Um, La Paz, obviously in Bolivia. I'm presuming it's in Bolivia. I don't really know. I've never heard of it, but... That's what he was doing. Now, obviously, to get that type of distance from fucking Moscow to La- to Bolivia, it's not a fucking one flight. It's two flights. You know, yeah. you need the fucking fuel. And apparently, traditionally, they fuel up in France each time. Mm-hmm. They go from Moscow to the mm. fuel up onwards again. Right to the final destination. Okay. Um, now, they took off all the way over to France just before they entered in France's airspace. They're contacted by whoever the fuck it is, you know, somebody official, blah, ATC, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 you may not enter our airspace. What? You may not enter our airspace, you are carrying fucking official, you know, wh- whatever the hell you could call him, you know, fugitive or so, whatever the hell you want to call him. Right, okay. Um, okay. I can't remember the exact wording. Might not have been an extremist fugitive, but you are carrying a fugitive, let's say, let's say fugitive, you're carrying a fugitive, not allowed in our airspace. Mm-hmm. Couple of times queried. This is the president of fucking a country. Okay. You know, no, not allowed in French airspace. So then the next thing, right? We'll go to fucking Portugal. Some fucking on the way to three hours away. On the way to fucking Portugal. That's what speed. Just before they're entering Spain, Spain contacts them. Now they've already radioed Portugal anyway. Spain contacts them, say, you may not go through our airspace. You you may not go through our airspace to get to Portugal. Right. Okay. Then Portugal says you may not come to our airspace either. I can't remember what the other one was. The other one's Sweden. Might have been, I can't remember, it was another country it's close by. So in the end, they're running on fucking fumes. They have to land in fucking Venice. Well, they have to land in Venice. Yeah, no? the, uh, was it Venice? Oh, fucking hell. It was Austria. It right. wasn't Venice. Austria somewhere. Name places in Ven- in Austria. In Austria? Fucking, I have no idea, mate. I can't remember the name of the airport. But they had to land there. And the Austrians, um, while they didn't want to officially do anything official, they... St- Still had to search his fucking plane before they'd fuel him and let him go. And they searched another country's fucking private jet with elected. He's not just a dictator, he's a fucking elected president. Obviously with his own security detail. Yeah, 
And they've had to go onto his plane, search the entire plane for fucking Edwin Snowden. Then said, right, off you go. Fucking hell, they're fucking freaking out, and I don't blame him. Could you imagine another country doing that if that was our queen? No. If our queen was flying from uh, from Russia to the UK and it needed to stop, the plane needed to stop, I don't know, in Germany, and Germany saying, we're not allowing you in here. Yeah. What would have happened <coughs> if uh, the president would have landed in France? Or when it entered the Earth's place, would they shot him down? Well, that's a fucking other complicated one, isn't it? What would they have done? I, if I was the president, I would have landed that plane. Yeah. Because there's no way he's getting arrested, because then you're fucking going into the territory of war, aren't you? Yeah. You're basically declaring war and if you arrest but somebody else. Bolivia's very well liked in the Latin. You know, I know most of the South American countries are liked between each other anyway, but they're really liked. You know, A lot of South American countries have got really good... Flourish, flourishing democracies. Oh now. no, yeah, you good know. economies as well. A lot of them, um, apart from Argentina. Yeah, fucking, um, I'll be quite honest with you. I'm about to fucking piss me pants. I think we need to pause this for a minute because I am going to die right now. I go on, I'm going to drink that fucking can of coke. Are you going to pause it or no, no, no? Go. Are you sure? Yeah, I'll just run. Right. I'm going to fucking leg it. <laughs> Back in a minute. And while Declan Whiteside is going away to uh, the toilet, we're going to. We'll have a look at the pictures of Egypt at the moment of what's going on there. This is uh, recently from the last 24 hours. This is, um, I, th- I believe it's supposed to be Cairo, one of the main cities in Egypt. Look at that. Look at all those people on the streets at the moment. It Does that not give you pride that people can do that, can take up their own stance? It, see if people in our countries just come together with all, the, with all our troubles and all our quarrels and and really get together and go out on the streets and 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 do what they're doing. All the problems that we're posting on social networking sites right now, we can achieve what we want. As Declan said earlier, it is different circumstances uh, to to what our problems are in the West, uh, in Great Britain and in the United States. Uh, if you're working, you do have a got a good quality of life. Uh, Relatively, relatively, you can. You, if you've got a good job, you, you can survive and provide. In these countries, it seems that they they are massively repressed, and they're took to the streets because they're unhappy with the governments. We're unhappy with our governments, but we're that selfish and we're that fucking lazy. We don't think that we need to do that, or will we never do anything like that? These are the questions that we're asking ourselves. Luckily, now in the Death Squad community, we've managed to get a fucking awesome family together. It'd be great if we could all live in one place, live in one place with each other. But that's never going to happen because that'll just be like fucking wake up and the ATF will start storming us. But it's uh, it's inspiring that these people can go out there and do that and 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 make change. And he's back in the room. I'll be honest with you, I was at Defcon 1 for fucking 10 minutes then. You did well, mate. You should have pissed before we went live. I know, I should have. I fucking, I won't, I will do it next time because that fucking hurt that. Got back pain, was holding off that bad. All right, what were we saying? Edward Snowden. So we're still in Moscow. Officially. Now, officially, I know he applied for asylum in Russia as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now... As regards to what's happening with that, I don't know. But they've officially said he's still there. Mm. No one's seen him. No one's commented on it. But he could be anywhere in the world now, couldn't he? I'd hope so. That would be a good twist. But sadly, I think he's still there. I think he's. I think his, his options are narrowing. He's probably going to remain... If uh, Russia will accept it and Edward Snowden agrees to the terms that Putin is putting out there, that he needs to stop doing damage to America... 
in all likeliness, he's going to end up staying in Russia, isn't he? Yeah. And, uh, I can't see... If he goes back to the US, he's going to be put in a fucking cell, Yeah, he's he? going to be fucked. I believe uh, his dad this week put terms out there for Edward Snowden to come home that he's got to have a proper trial and he shouldn't be fucking incarcerated away in a little fucking hole yeah, at the bottom of the world. Yeah, I think that was a bit orchestrated, that, though. Because it also said in the statement that he official, his dad officially acknowledged that his son had committed treason. You know, and treason's a strong word, you know. Is it treason? <laughs> On paper, yeah. What he's signed is treason. You know, he's signed saying, I will not do this, I will not do this, or I'm being treason, treasonous, whatever the word is. Um, but is it really treason? I don't know. <sighs> it, it, uh, like we got on the subject last time, it's a fucking complicated one. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of sides to that story. Mm. Um, not only that, I think there's more to what he's got to leak. I yeah. think he's got much more to leak than that. I wonder what's going to come out in the next six months. I would hate to be in his shoes now. It's not something. It's not something I would. I would not have the balls to do something like that. Yeah. Even though I know it's wrong, he's he's fucking. It must have been eating away at him to uh, to go public and uh, announce it to the fucking world that uh, what's going on in his own country because he's, he's jeopardised his own safety and he's uh, he's now he's basically got a life on the run. Yeah. And whether they're gonna bin bag him, but like I said in the, the previous episode, there might be a point where he can't take it anymore, and he just fucking face the fucking. He's just gonna have to face the firing squad. Yeah. Will he uh, spend the rest of his life in jail? Will he get like a hundred years for treason? Or is it the death penalty? He's gonna get a long time, isn't he? You know. So he's gonna spend the rest of his life in jail. Yeah. If he can do it without regrets, then. Well, yeah, but I think one of your main things then is now this is one of the ultimate things is. Some I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, ultimately, you want to go back. Mm. You know, you want to go back in the end. Not only that, you've done something like that. And I think there comes a point where you want to face up to music. Yeah, you know, you want to face up to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? For some reason, you might want to. Yeah. Um, to think that you're gonna get off of it. To think, well, it's a, I think it's a valid argument. Got the people behind me. Look at Bradley Manning. Bradley Manning's been inside what for three or four years, maybe longer, and the people are still behind him, aren't they? Yeah. Do you see the banners? Don't you? I am the I am Bradley Manning. Yeah. Um. But I think there's another argument as well with that, which is, let's say you go down the route of top secret, you know, like Navy SEALs, fucking Delta Force, SAS, you know, GSG Nine, all that shit. Mm. Um. I think ultimately. They do what they do, you know, for so many years. You know, usually it's a good fucking 20, 25 years, the ones that survive, isn't it? Mm. And they've got so many stories behind them. And I think ultimately they want to say, they want to tell somebody. Yeah. You, you can't, you, you can, you can keep a secret forever. Mm. But can you? You know, your brain ultimately wants to get that out there. You know, you feel important. He's a you, brave man. You know, He's a brave man for doing what he did. Um, well, yeah, definitely. Um as to the actual outcome, that's going to be a f- funny one. You know, Manning's still not finished yet, you know. Will he ever get a, a proper trial? Because I no. know they're going back and through to courts, aren't they, at the moment? Yeah. Do they have... Uh, is there a jury there? Do we know at the moment? Or is it a military trial? Is it a public In trial? the Manning one. Yeah. The Manning one, no, no, it's no jury. It's a full military fucking doodah. Do, do they know what they want to do with him? Do, America, very similar... Um, you know, I say very similar. They're not no one really that similar, but they have a whole system for terrorists or 
treason, espionage. you know, people who, you know, espionage, all that shit. Um, that's what you got charged with, wasn't it? Espionage. We've never had anything like that in this country, have we? Not that we've known of. Nobody British that yeah. have come out and tried to release secrets. Do you think they've called them before they've done it? I mean, we've had fucking CDs and laptops left on a fucking train with sensitive information. Yeah, but PMQs left on the fucking cubicle yesterday. Really? Did you see that? No. Ed Miliband, before he went to PMQs today, yeah. uh, fucking newspaper released it this morning. Uh, he'd left, somebody had left his fucking... His, uh, what was the idea? What was it? Was it the responses to Prime Minister's questions? It was... It was how he should how he should respond, viable options, who he should back. It was about the whole union. You know this union fiasco that's going on at the moment? The union corruption shit. Mm. Where the unions were trying to pick candidates for the Labour Party. Uh, very vaguely, um, very vaguely. I was I really was it really interested in that, but I, I never really got onto the story what was behind it. it. It's turning into a bit of a fucking little scandal now. Basically, a lot the of unions. Of, these are the people who were supposed to be on the public's fucking side. Um the unions we're were paying money into. The unions were backing their own candidates. You in the union? No, no, motherfucker. Fucking, I'm conservative. Fucking union twat me. Um, did fucking you know? Did they go? Oh yeah, we'll get you off with that discipline. Take me into the office and they fucking just start kicking the shit out of me. Conservative. Um, but back to seriousness. The the unions were. I think it started with Falkirk. I think it was. Okay, I'm sure it was Falkirk. Right. Um, they. Falker, that's the right one, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was Falker. Yeah. They they were backing so many candidates. They were literally just f- pushing out all the other candidates. And Ed Miliband had to officially resign Labour's position from the from them running in that that by election at all. Whose was the stronghold? Who had the? the it was Labour. Oh fucking but hell! They he had to offic- he had to officially back off from it and take his candidates out of it because literally every candidate that was coming up was literally. Union had gone. Was the union had hijacked it? Basically, that was the basic. And I think it's happened a couple of pla- other places. It's turned into a little bit of a scandal. And I don't know the exact details and some of the names being thrown about now. But he knew in PMQs he was going to get fucking battered. Right. And this statement along the lines of what we all knew anyway was that literally Ed Miliband would struggle to fight back against Cameron. You know that he'd struggle. But so why would they defend it? Why so would they just come out and say that? Listen. Um, the the union's fucked up here. We're going to address it. So We've, we're going to learn from our mistakes. Yeah. That's so, that's the line. So, so th- this piece of paper basically said his exact replies. Uh, you know what his viable options were. How he should fight back against Cameron. You know he needs advice on fighting back against Cameron. Blah mm. blah blah blah. All these different fucking things. And and he went and left it on a fucking cubicle. So he got fucking who, destroyed. Who left it on the cubicle? Was it Ka- was it uh, Miliband himself or was one of no. his aides? One of his aides. Now, normally, he apparently, gets briefed for PMQ by somebody else. Yeah, do they already know aide. what questions are coming? No, they, they? they have rumours. Right, you, you have rumours between. So they prepare responses. You know, you're thinking, you're fucking. Oh, Cameron's going to twat me on. Yeah, this so, issue. I better get prepared for it. So, what's what popular doing. in the news? That's what he's going to prepare for. Not necessarily, but they all have their own little tip-off things about right. what he might. Now, obviously, every now and again, one of the best PMQs is when they get a fucking low one. That no one's seeing coming, you know that they're, they're usually the best. Yeah, ones. but they they tr- they fucking the program to just brush it off, aren't they? Oh yeah. They have a generic response for anything like that, and they're saying, "Well, I don't have the information in front of me at the moment, but it's something I'm willing to look um, at and come back and discuss about it." Then everybody boos and laughs, and then the prime minister gets up and says, "Yeah, you've got nothing prepared for it because you're guilty." Yeah. You know it's wrong. That's why you don't want to talk about it. But it's a sham. Th- it's th- a sham. This whole union thing's turning out to be a little, a little bit, a little bit of a shitty thing now because I'm sure it's like three or four by elections where. Unions have 
really push members out there, you know, to get their man in, you know, if you know what I mean. So what, a union man? Not necessarily a union man, but... Somebody's pro-union. They've picked a candidate who they, you know, you are my man, you know, yeah. you're mine, you know, yeah. and you will do this, you know, right. and trying to get him into the action. Is that a bad thing? But I mean, I know what they're doing is bad, but unions are for the people, aren't they? Um, they are unions are for the people, so why why would that necessarily be a bad thing? Well, they're not necessarily for the people, you know. Unions are for the people, but unions are for the 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 workforce, aren't they? So if they want to put somebody into power who is who is pro people, yep, but the pro working man, then I've not got a problem with that. The main, at all. Issue, the main issue behind it though is that they, ethically, what's wrong? The with main that? issue behind it though is that they are picking the member who's going to be standing for that election for the Labour Party. And not the, the Labour, Labour Party. Party is not picking it. The Labour Party is trying to pick it, but the union are forcing Labour's option out and putting their own in. And how they doing Labour. that? How they doing that? Because they've got so much influence in the Labour Party. They always have. Yeah, that's what. Oh, well, let's face facts. What's influence? Money. <laughs> that's all it is. Is that why you don't pay into the a union? Because uh, millions, tens of millions, goes to the Labour Party. That's part of the reason. Not only that, I do generally disagree with quite a few unions. Some unions are a bit. What do you disagree with? Well, now it's a bit different down there. One of the main reasons behind not having, uh, not being in the union is that I don't think I need it. I do not think I need it. I've Lots not, of people think that. I've not needed it for five years. Tories and non-Tories um, think that. The, you know, I, I've always got by all right on my own anyway. Mm. Um, Have you ever been in shit? Not down there, no. Mm. Um, but that's part of the reason. Now, second, I know for a fact that you can join the union. And opt out of the three of the payment to labour. You can do that. Oh, can you? That's an official option for any union. You can officially opt out of that payment. Okay. So all that money goes to the union then. Right. Um, I might do that. I didn't know that. So I'm not particularly bothered about that. Um, but generally speaking, sometimes <coughs> some unions now. I don't even know what the union is down our place. What is it? Is it GMB? GMB. Um, I just generally speaking. I'm not interested in being in the union at all. I'd Is it not just pull out to the camera? That's my union card. Fucking yeah, here you go. Advertising, GMB, Northwest. Let's see if it focuses. Is it any fucking good? Da, 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 da. Yeah, it does. That's my union card. I'm a paid uh, member. 11 fucking dollars a month. That's a lovely fingernail shot there. It is. That's me. Uh, but with that, I, f- I feel like I've got protection from tyranny. <laughs> I do. Uh, somebody was telling me it was pretty hard to sack somebody. Uh, and if you have somebody behind you, as long as they haven't fucking killed anybody, haven't done gross misconduct and it's yeah. not a fucking whitewash, but if they just want to fuck you off or get you something something stupid, it's good to have uh, a paid legal representative there. Yeah. Because I'm not focusing. It should be. I don't fucking know. Why is the fucking camera not focusing? Fucking stupid webcam. Because it's a cheap fucking webcam, that's Cheap one. webcam, fuck off. Fucking mind-blowingly expensive. There you go, when we're back in the room. Uh, there we go. I like having that feeling that I've got somebody on hand 24 hours a day that who I can call to. Uh, if you get if you feel like you're getting shit at work, you can go to a, a lawyer who can pick it up for you. But yeah. I know I can get a, a lawyer provided for me, and I'm not going to end up with a fucking uh, illegal fee of fucking I don't know tens of thousands of pounds. 
all right, okay, if you if you do win your case, you are going to get a maximum of £70,000 back yep. with an unfair dismissal or anything like that, or bullying or something like that. But they are going to deduct that ten that's that £10,000 fees from, from what you're owed. Yep. I know that. As long as they play by the book and play by the rules, I've got the back of the union behind me. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And that's, and that's, I, feel, I, feel, I feel more comfortable being in the union than out of the union. Mm-hmm. Well, it's weird, isn't it? You have a pension. I don't have a pension. I'm in the union. You're not in the yeah. union. Do you know what I mean? Did the two really go together quite well? I'm in a pension and I got a union. Basically, I go to work for fuck off. <laughs> well, if I wanted to, could I pay eighty percent of my salary into a, a pension? Uh, yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah. Fucking hell, imagine that. So theoretically, I could retire with like a million quid. Yeah, but you did have no. You won't get that million though. You'd be lucky if you get five hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. Um, well. Now, one of the main issues behind it for me is with the unions is, for example, <coughs> now, the striking thing. Now, I know it's unlikely. Most, uh, you, you go on strike anyway, but one, anybody who goes on strike never seems to win anything out of it anyway. They're, they're fucked. You know, let's face facts. Anybody who goes on strike... It's a, it now, is the last resort. You know, it, even then, though, you seem to, it seems to be like losing yourself money. Yeah, and you never true. get it. Now, people who go on strike who don't have contracts are fucking stupid. Because look at British Airways. Yeah, what happened at British Airways was they went on strike, and then a year later, didn't they have to lay off like a massive percent of the workforce? Yeah. They still made two hundred thirty million pound uh, mm-hmm. post tax profits, though. Yeah. Even after they paid all, they still made two hundred million. But they still laid, still laid off thousands, and they blame that on the strike. But yeah. they they were ready for it. They were ready yeah. for the strike. Um, uh, but it depends. See, f- when the firefighters go on strike, and well, as well, the country needs firefighters. Yeah. So they've literally got. They've literally got the government over a barrel there, yeah. haven't they? they? They do plod along for, I don't know, they do plod along quite well with the, the Green Goddesses because the, in the UK, the uh, army take over and the army have their own fire engines. The fire engines are between 40 and 60 years old and they are army fire engines, yeah. but they do take over. If there's ever a massive disaster in the UK why the fire engines are on strike, yeah. the firefighters won't go, oh, fuck that, we're not going to do anything. They mm-hmm. will, yeah. because they're fucking human. They will jump in the fire engines and they will go and fucking help mm-hmm. them because they're human at the end of the day. Nurses, if they attack the pension, yeah. nurses are going to strike. Yeah. They threatened it before and the then health minister under Labour has said, if you go on strike, you are putting patient uh, s- patient safety at risk, right? And the, the nurses went back and said, well, if you start taking money off us for working 90 hours a week and saving people's... Well, oh, sorry, that's ridiculous. Like, my, Mrs. Burrows worked 62 hours this week. If you start taking money off me for working 62 hours, who is basically saving people's lives, then we are going to strike. So it's the government who are putting the patients yeah. at risk patient safety is at risk not the nurse when you start fucking over the people who are working the people have the right in a democratic country to stand up and say the man is fucking it up and it's not the nurses who are who are endangering fucking uh, patients lives it's and they're not being selfish they just don't want to be punished for doing a fucking excellent job it's the fucking government that's the <coughs> argument they spin so they will go on strike the NHS will go on strike yeah. and I'll, that is something where the government may have a fucking massive problem because yeah. they can have all the army medics in the world right but it's not going to be able to replace a god knows how many thousand fucking workforce if yeah. they do all stick together the police 
are not allowed to strike. Yeah, no. It's illegal for the police force in the UK to strike. I think it's uh, uh, all over the world. Uh, when, what's her name? Who's the uh, health, uh, health? Who's the Home Secretary at the moment? Is it Theresa May? Theresa May, yeah. When she's attacking the police force now, she's now got the... It, in the United Kingdom, a probation officer, police constable, uh, was originally on £23,500 a year, starting salary. So you make it through your training, you go on 23500 no matter what age you was. Uh, after your two years probation, it goes up to, I think it was like between twenty four and £25,000 a year, right, uh, after you make it through your probation. Uh, Theresa May wanted to make it people under the age of 20. Yep. When you join the police force, you go on £19,000 a year. £19,000 yep. a year. Basically, you're not going to be able to buy a house or uh, support a family on that. Basically, you are going to be a young lad that you've living at home or sharing a house, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the police were fucking up, fucking uproared about that. And they wanted to go on strike. Yep. Uh, they were looking at the pensions as well and the, all these cuts. They were cutting police forces by like four, the, by £200 million over five years. So they yep. need to make £40 million of savings over each year for five years. So they wanted to go on strike about that. So they voted for it and they mm-hmm. voted for it. They wanted to go on strike and the Home Secretary said no. Well, so she can no. pick away the police force no matter what. Well, yeah. If they fucking go out on uh, strike, they can get fucking. They can get sacked, lose the jobs, they can lose the pension, and um, they can get a criminal record. Yeah. Well, now this is where your main thing. Now remember that vote. Now your main. Now, you, now your main problem with that was, and it, it's a common problem with the union idea, right? The voting for to strike mm. or wanting to strike or whatever mm. or balloting as mm-hmm. they call it isn't it mm. right now let's let, right I now I know what you're going to say me right now fucking horrible. 28% of well, I can't even remember the last fucking I, I can't even remember what it was but 28% of this certain union I can quote a statistic right now uh, British Airways went on strike with 14% of the union uh, with the union with the registered union members for voting yep. so 14% of uh, the union members decided that they were going on strike yeah and the fucking other the, the other 86% couldn't give a shit yeah basically and that, that's one of the wrong things for me because you are forcing I uh, you're forcing somebody to make a choice are you you're forcing somebody to make a choice between going to work and being a twat or not going to work and not getting paid but the other side of the coin is you do you do get people going. Uh, well, I'm going to strike, but I can't be asked going to the meeting. So, what's the majority going to do? Well, everybody's going to strike. All right, yeah, well, you vote for strike, and we'll just it's, go. Along it's not going to anyway. be 86 percent, though, is it? It might be. You you can't argue that because if they didn't want the strike, people would still turn up for work, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, but you see, that's where that's the problem that I see. For example, workplace-wise, a lot of workplaces don't even have a majority of people in there as union members anymore. It's a vast minority now, you know. Compared to what it used to be, it used to, it is massively declined. But it's the numbers are still there, you know. You are still talking. There's, there's at least fucking. There's at least fifteen million people in unions around the UK. Yeah, there is. There's a which is around the eighties levels. Um, but it's a bigger, it's a bigger workforce now than what it was in well, the fucking eighties. Now the the union levels percentage wise are at the lowest level ever. Mm. You know, in uh, terms of working, in terms of the workforce. Yeah, yeah. Well, for example, the f- I can't. Uh, the biggest union years ago, let's say coal mining strike level, was about thirteen million members. Same un- union, same same hell. union now is about five. Is it? Um, they've had 
they've been vastly reduced. But not only that, they've had a lot of their powers reduced. Massively. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, you know, the, the like I said, at one point they used to go strike, mm-hmm. wrong toilet paper. So you had told me, yeah, wrong toilet paper. Yeah, what was the story yeah. behind that? There was it, that was actually a, a, I don't think it was coal mine. I think it was something else, but something similar to the coal mine at the time. Okay, and for whatever reason, some <laughs> a member of staff made a fucking complaint that the bog roll was shite shit. Then they change it. And the management turned around and went, what are you on about? Shut up. Yeah. And the union actually went, right, and the entire site walked out of a fucking bog roll. And did they get the bog roll changed? Don't have a clue. They probably no did, though, didn't they? But I bet you the fucking management were fucking cop-smacked. Yeah. Um, but just stuff like that. Like, I remember, do you remember that? Was it, was it a teacher's strike last year? There was a teacher's strike. When the in London. There was a teacher's strike last year. You see, with that one, that was... It was a forty percent turnout. Fucking hell, Jesus Christ! That's f- high now, isn't no, it? As in, it was a forty percent turnout who voted right. for the strike. Uh, but Even that's high, but mate. Only sixty percent of that forty percent voted to strike. And so the majority of the forty percent got. So you had all these fucking people who then went on strike then, and their choice. Um, they didn't have to, did they? I mean, you know, you get peer pressure from your colleagues for not supporting it, but see, some people have got fucking families. You see, now, obviously, depending on your circumstances, I would be a complete twat if I ended up in that situation, because I would go, I don't give a fuck, I'm going to work. Yeah. Eddie Randall. Uh, yeah. Not Eddie Randall's, Eddie Scarrett. I wouldn't give a shit, I'd just go. Yeah. Um, see, you can do that now, but in the 80s you couldn't do that, because oh. when the coal mining strikes were on, if you were going back to work, you were literally getting killed. They oh. were killing people, weren't they? Yeah. Um, for not supporting it I mean they were on strike for two years yeah but I, I disagree on, with the unions on that yeah, real I'm, level you know, unfortunately I do um, as well you know I disagree you know, with it. It's, it it's an old system and I couldn't even fathom a modern system that could work you know not only that now 50% of the workforce have got to turn strike, out strikes now at least strike. well you need 50% of the workforce to fall yeah. for it strikes now mean fuck all Let's, we had, they had that one day last year one fucking day, you Who? know, the, the teachers. No, yeah, but that put the rest of the country in uproar then, didn't it? Because you've got people who had to take fucking time off work, and a lot of them were on the side of the teachers because they're getting caught themselves. And they said, uh, I can remember watching this news report, and uh, it was actually uh, ITVs and your local news. They said to the parents, like, do you blame the teachers yeah. for putting but you in this position? They said, no, we blame the government yeah, for it. So. It depended on it depended on who you were speaking to at the time, though, because there was a lot of fucking papers that side with the... Uh, the government, because now I know the wages are changing with the teachers very soon type of thing. Now, I worked in a fucking school, and I can tell you some teachers are vastly overpaid. Really? Fucking I was thinking about this the other day. What the, what, what's the starting salary for a teacher? It, it, it's, it's up in the 20s somewhere, but that's not your main thing. I'm sure a head of department now earns like £60,000. Really? It's you know, isn't it? And now, don't get me wrong. Frank, frankly, as far as I'm concerned, if someone can fucking handle a secondary school, they're a fucking genius because okay. I'd fucking kill them. You know, <laughs> I'd kill little shit. Um, <laughs> it's my worst nightmare, mate, fucking trying to get a fucking... Cl- I know what we were like in school, mate. It's fucking... Uh, we broke one teacher, yeah. Mr. Sparman, mate. We fucking broke him. We had a nervous break. Did you go to the same school as me? Yeah. Who, who the fuck was the woodwork teacher? Mr. Bungle. No. 50p donation. Oh, Mr. Mr. Eaton. Mr. Eaton, we broke him. How did you break him, mate? Because oh, he was hard. He was a fucking hard bastard, him. Yeah, he but was. But he mate. got fucking broke. What he, happened? he broke his elbow. One of the fucking lads kicked him over and he fucking broke his elbow on the floor. He never came back. Uh, so we literally broke him. I say we. 
fucking dickhead in the class literally broke him because he was when I first started mate he was fucking ruthless he age got in yeah age got in there Mr. Yeah. Sparman uh, yeah. not Mr. Sparman Mr. Eaton yeah well I'm like six years behind you aren't yeah. I um, the why did he get kicked over Bit uh, of cunt. the lad fucking got dead pissed off tried to charge past him and knocked him over Right. Um, and tripped him up and he fell on his elbow and his elbow shattered and that was mm. it. He went off and he never came back. Did the lad uh, get expelled? Nope. What happened? Fucking nothing. Got suspended, I think, for a week. And that's it? Something like that. Sending out the wrong message, that. Should yeah, have been a police fucking investigation and yeah, they should have fucking got fucked off. Our school was like the fucking... By then, though, it was the cesspit of fucking this area. What's every, it? Every, everybody who got expelled from the comp, everybody who got expelled from Wade, Deacon, St. Peter and Paul... The comp? Uh, speak. Right. Speak comp. Uh, Halewood. All of them. They all got sent to Fairfield. Really? It wasn't it's like that when I was there. Fucking hell. There was buses coming into Fairfield when That's I was there. That's why it's closed now, then, mate. There was buses coming into Fairfield when I was there. Heighton. Heighton. Halewood. Halewood. All direct speak. You why were they taking them then? Were they worried that they weren't getting the numbers? Don't know. Don't have a clue. They must have been trying to keep the school open then and filling um, it with as many numbers as they could. It, it went. It, it was apparently it was a good school before I went there. Oh, mate, it, it was fucking, fucking top. It was fucking shit all when I went there. I, I say I, top. I got offered heroin when I was in year eight. You're shitting me. No, I got offered actual heroin in by year another eight. pupil. Yeah, by a year seven pupil. And did you know it was heroin? Was it legitimately I, heroin? I knew it was heroin. I didn't. We. I mean, we had the. When it was in the final year of high school, when it was 15, 16, um, we had lads smoking weed, but that was that was just fucking norm, like, do you know what I mean? And there was no hard drugs when I was in school at, at all. Yeah. We had the, 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 the fucking local Friday and Saturday boozers at the, in the local subway, like, hiding under a bridge and yeah. the bongs fucking getting rat-arsed on the original <laughs> hooch and white lightning and all that. that. That was it. I can't imagine being offered heroin at school. I can't, I can't imagine what, what kid would put myself yeah. in a position to, to fucking be around heroin at fucking 12 years well, old. Now, you see... One of the main things to look at it now, it's, it's a little bit different anyway, but I went to school, obviously. Now, I hated school. School written off education for me. I couldn't stand school. Couldn't stand college because it was the same as fucking school. I couldn't stand it, so I fucked it all off in the end. Ended up with no qualifications, generally. I've got a couple of little fighting GCSEs. Microsoft qualifications and shit like that. GCSEs? But, um, no, Microsoft qualifications. You know, I've got GCSEs, though. Yeah, yeah, I've got... I've Couple of shitty ones, but I did fuck all in year nine. I was predicted like eleven A stars, something stupid like that. I got fuck all, literally. Oh, no. I hated college, fucked college off, and I think Furfield written it off for me in the mm. end. That's how I ended up not getting any qualifications, going off to another fucking job with no qualifications. Yeah. My sister went to a Deacon on my advice because I said to me, "Mum, Furfield's shit." Fucking hell! Right, my she, went went a, she went to a Deacon. She got eleven A stars. Did she? Right, she went to fucking college distinctions. Uh, and she actually got uh, her degree last week, and she got a first. A doctorate? Uh, yeah, top. The, the best result yeah. you can yeah, get. Yeah, one more. Um, and that just shows you the difference to me. Yeah. Because me and my sister aren't very much different intelligence-wise. Mm. Well, the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? Fairfield, Fairfield now's fucking gone. gone. It's closed, yeah. isn't it? That'll uh, be ours as soon, I suspect. Yeah, where's all the pupils from those schools going? Wait, Deacon. But the way Deacon's already vastly overcrowded now. Oh, it is. That's why they've had to build the fucking... Extra build on the side thing. Well, they, have they actually built all another part, school? All portable classrooms and everything all over the place. Porter next cabins. Oh, that's, see, that's the downward spiral for a fucking school, though, isn't it, mate? The way Deacon looked... Well, it used to be a grammar school originally, didn't yeah. it, before it lost its grammar school? It's spaces. one of the best schools in the country at the moment as well. Is it? The Vo- got voted one of the best schools. Fucking hell. She got an award, the woman who won it. 
did she? She got a big, a big government award and everything. Well, they must be doing something right there. Uh, but that was before Fairfield Obviously. got fucking put in. Did you see the handy thing though with witness now? I know we've got well off fucking track now. Um, the handy thing with witness though is that it seems to be quite a lot of the fucking scum seem to be vanishing. Fucking off, I know. Yeah, they seem to be going somewhere. I'm not entirely sure. There must be like some. I don't know how. It, yeah, I don't know. West Bank still got a fucking uh, like a good few of them. Like, yeah. but uh, I don't know whether it's because the town's coming more affluent. Yeah, and there's a lot of it. Is it? There's a lot of industry in the. Well, there is industry in Witness, but yep. is, is Witness turning into a commuter town? Are people living there and going to yeah, work in Liverpool, Manchester? Into, well, you've seen them fucking houses up the road. It's got to be a commuter town. And nearly every, every one of them is fucking sold now. Can't be. Nearly every single one of them. You go up there now and there's fucking Mercedes, Mercedes, Porsche, Audi, all parked outside the fucking things. But they're not nice houses. I they're know. all right, but they're, they're expensive not... expensive houses. They, they're not, they don't look like they were £400,000 houses. It's just fucking scandalous. It, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely becoming a commuter town because it's in the perfect place. Witness. Um, Whoever's managed to get witness into this status, I don't know, because it, it was literally the arsehole of the North West forever. You saw people from, you're from witness and they used to laugh at you. It was the fucking chemical capital of fucking Europe for, what, 100 years? Witness was. Something stupid. I know like. I know it was massive in the industry, yeah. like uh, the, uh, the, the industry fucking revolution, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Uh, witness was like... Massive, huge part yeah. of it. Um, the so basically, they sold the souls of the fucking devil. This town. Yeah. That's why we've got toxic land, eight acres of land. We've got fucking, about. got fucking housing estates where whole houses have fallen into holes and everything. No, fucking yeah, sinkholes. Yeah, we do on Kingsway. Kingsway, the sinkholes. Then when that substance fucking came in, and those four houses on Kingsway sank. Yeah, but they didn't disappear where you can't no, see the roofs no, anymore. They sank. They sank into. Have the you seen the sinkholes in America? I know. Yeah. Yeah. They're, the, they're fucking, the ground literally opens up and there's a fucking bottomless yeah, well, pit. Yeah, fucking America. You're talking about subsidence from yeah. mining. I know, but they've built houses there again now. I didn't know that though. They built four new houses <laughs> again. After so what? They started again. What happened to the houses? They knocked them down, didn't they? Got rid of them. Fucking originally, what happened to them? They just dropped. They sank uh, nine feet. In sank. how long? Over what? Three days. I remember my mum telling me about that because literally they had to be like evacuated because the house was literally, you could be standing and the house was just going, you could oh see it moving by eye. God. Um, but they, they, they've written that off, didn't they? And then they've built four new houses there now. They're still they, in building now, I've seen them. They must have done something to the land then. I hope so. They must have reinforced it somehow. Um to build on it, those houses are going to be fucking extortionate though, aren't they? <laughs> they imagine what, the amount of prep and work they've had to do to that land to, to get planning mis- permission to build on it again. But, back to the original point, Witness is definitely becoming a commuter town because it's in the perfect place because literally, no offence to anybody from them town, but no one wants to live in fucking, in Wigan, uh, you know, in, in Wigan or fucking St. Helens or any, no one wants to live there. Even in the... Here, uh, here, it's just on the other side of the river so you don't have to cross the fucking bridge. Mm. We're stuck here it's not Warrington, it's not Liverpool, it's Cheshire. You know, yeah. it's the last little corner of Cheshire. Um, Three minutes it takes me to get into Liverpool for my yeah. house. Three uh, minutes, that's it. It's like... But like, now there's a couple of celebrities starting to live here, isn't there? A who lot are, of celebrities live here. ITV or BBC in Salford. Yeah. And... There's must be a reason why they're coming here. Well, uh, Manchester, the house prices got stupid. Yeah. When the, the Media City was moving to Manchester, the house prices went up, and in three years they went up something like 20%. I was yeah. reading about it. And uh, it was 
it was putting people off relocating up here because they wanted a lot of the talent from London. They wanted a lot of the talent to move up because they had the, they were the, they were skilled in the job, yeah. uh, and they were all moaning that they weren't getting houses in the city, which is what they wanted. But yeah. then they realised that the fucking uh, they got a, a major fucking uh, railway station, Piccadilly, in the middle of Manchester, yeah. and all the fucking major lines run to all the surrounding cities around it. And then all of a sudden they realised, well, if you go ten miles down the road, you get a house for about fifth the price of London. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, you know, let's face facts. Let's pray before them fucking houses here. You could get a fucking nice house in witness. No, two fifty. You know. Oh yeah, you get a fucking. If you paid two hundred fifty thousand pounds for a house in this town, what ten years ago, mate, you were getting a fucking lovely house. I know. Um, that are now surrounded by loads of new houses. Um, that are twice as much. Yeah. But I, I to be honest with you, I do like witness. Not only that, I think if it does become a commuter town in the next ten, twenty years, when that new bridge gets built, it. Definitely will become a major community. Will town. that bridge get built? Yeah, yeah, it's already been it's gone through. How have they got the money for it? Uh, they're at three hundred and thirty million now for, for it to be built. Yeah, the longer they go yeah. off, the more inflation's put, put it off. When they're going to start it? But um, well, I know they're supposed to be getting built by twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. I thought it was supposed to be done by twenty sixteen. No, I'll that's th- been shit canned. Th- obviously, twenty sixteen was was fucking years ago when they said that, but. If, if that comes in, which it will, it, it's going to have to. Let's mm. face facts, it's got to. Mm. That fucking bridge is horrendous if you have a crash yeah. on it. Um, the If it becomes a commuter town, it's going to be massively beneficial for us. How long do you think it's going to take to build that bridge? That Runcorn Bridge in the fucking 50s when it was built took four years to build. Did it? Four and a half years to yeah, build. That's with the technology then, isn't it, George? I mean. But obviously this bridge is going to be much bigger than that, though. Mm. It's going over twice the distance. I know. Um, I keep getting letters from lawyers, you know, saying this this new bridge may affect the value of your home <laughs> and you may be able to claim compensation. But I might have to look at it, you know. Because when I look at the maps, the bridge is fucking a mile and a half from my house. But the Catalyst Trading Estate by me has been purchased for bridge construction. Yeah. Which is on the arse end of my, uh, my house and estate. Uh, I can't remember quite where the bridge is going to touch down. It's a big bridge, though. Well, you have, you know what I mean, don't you? The Catalyst yeah. Trading Estate, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen the sign there? This uh, this this land's been purchased for the Mersey. No, I have you not? That. Next, when you next time you go to work and you drive past it, just look up to the entrance. There's a big fucking placard on it that says this uh, land has been purchased for the Mersey Multimodal Un- Gateway. Unless it's going to be the land where they have the canteens and shit. You know, the fucking the central hub of it. Yeah. All the offices and everything for building. It might be that. Possibly, I don't know, but uh, I tell you right now, I can't live in the fucking, uh, I can't live in the house with a fucking bridge running over my house. Oh, obviously. Fucking, but there was a rumour, and it was a massive rumour, that they was going to build a hundred million pound marina uh, at the bottom of West Bank. Mm-hmm. They were getting rid of uh, uh, the houses down there, and they were building a marina. If they fucking did. Your house would be worth fucking well. Oh, my my uh, hundred thousand pound house could quite possibly be worth two hundred thousand pound if they built yeah. a hundred million pound uh, yeah. fucking marina. Like, I th- I think West oh, Bank. Oh, mate, if they did that. It's not going to happen because it's fucking beneficial for yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? But if they did that, mate, I'd be wanking all the way well, to the bank. Like, I, I, think, I think West Bank and Huff Green are like the last two strongholds of Dossers. scum. <laughs> you know. I'm surprised with Huff Green, you know, because Huff Green looks lovely. Not some of the back Huff Green Road, yeah. Down, down Edendale and fucking Harley Drive and shit like that. Fucking, they don't even have. They've got a park and walk down an entry to the house. <laughs> Fuck it, fuck that. Fucking hell. 
you go up there and every, every day, no shit, go through there. I guarantee you you'll find one wheelie bin that's, that was on fire the <laughs> night before. I fully imagine that bit. I used to go out with a girl who lived in the Hale Bank, not Hale Bank, uh, off green. It was fucking lovely. Hale Bank, no, that's fucking bank. Oh, that's fucking I know it is. That is the asshole of witness. They turned down that fucking Amazon warehouse as well. I know. Why did they turn that down? They're going to build it on the old uh, Asda site, weren't they? Yeah. Why did they turn down the Amazon warehouse? What, idiots. What did they. Uh, is that the only reason? You, there must have been an official argument. Well, about well, it. Don't forget that Hale Bank think that they're special because they're a ca- their little council thing is called fucking Hale Bank Parish. Cause, you know that makes you sound fucking dead good. Yeah, and really they turned it down because it didn't benefit them allegedly. Mm. Fucking hell! How can eleven hundred jobs not benefit you compared to compared to the shitty? That's putting West Bank. That's putting a, a Hale Bank in fucking yeah. in full employment. But maybe they don't want full employment, so, do they? So so Amazon just went. All right, we'll build it on the store by the state. So we're getting that now. Are we? Yeah, it's on the far. It's going to be on the far corner. Where, whereabouts? Well, you know where Stobart's got the major piece of land between. Stobart and us, mm-hmm. that major piece there, that's going to be Stobart's warehouse. Mm-hmm. You know where that new road is? Off the roundabout. The one, yeah. that, I, the one that I allegedly went on the wrong side of the road for like, yeah, earlier on. The one that you didn't go on the wrong side of the road for, yeah. The, right. the one that, I, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that road. Yeah, when I was screaming, saying, let me out, deck, I want to walk home. <laughs> Holding the top of the car, yeah. you shit, you pants. Didn't know what was going on, thought I was going to die going at warp three. <laughs> the, well, that road, up at the top of that road, all the way, all the way up to the top, um, that's where the Amazon warehouse is going to be going. What's the pay like at Amazon? Is it shit? It depends. Their warehouses are technical as fuck. Have you seen them? They don't even have fork lifts. You go up to the fucking panel, you press a button, and the forks come out and go flying off up the fucking racking and well, get the pallet get and it to you. Dude, um, fucking hell, that's awesome. Bro. I went on a tour one years ago. It was fucking brilliant down south. Um, it was fucking amazing. It was like fucking And they're going to employ how many people? It was it was something, stu- something stupid like 1,100 people. That's a lot of people for um, a fucking warehouse. The well, what they're going to be supplying the UK? Yeah, well, don't forget though, it's literally with Amazon. The difference is that you're packing pallets. You got to do it by hand. You know, it's little part. You know, yeah, it's it's a lot of packing. That's all. You know, don't forget though, you've got your fucking offices then as well, haven't you? Mm. Fucking apparently that Tesco near us is a fucking hundred and eighty admin jobs in there. It's the hundred and eighty yeah. people doing admin in there. Yeah. Fucking hell, mate. You know, that seems an awful lot. But what wages are they on? Um, I don't know, but don't forget. You need. You imagine the transport for that many vehicles. Oh, no. That's a big fucking job. That. Yeah, but what is that control? Is that controlling the the northwest, or is it just controlling like Holton? The nearest Amazon warehouse to it, I'm sure, is about 150 miles, 180 miles, something is like it? that. Yeah, I'm sure it's borderline um, southwest. Fuck me, man! I didn't realize that. Right, we're gonna wrap this motherfucker up because we're gonna only leave ourselves with 30,000 viewing hours for the rest <laughs> of the fucking month, and that's something I don't want to do. That has been the Go Forth and Amplified podcast from DeskWatchUK.com with me, Ben Burrows, at Brit Podcaster on Twitter and Declan Edward Whiteside at The Anarchist on Dead on Twitter. We are in no way affiliated with Brian Redband's original setup, but he inspired us to do this podcast. We are proudly affiliated with the IDC, the Inspired Disorder Collective. Please join us again, hopefully next week or sometime in July for another Go Forth and Amplified podcast. See you on the other side, Ray. Ready guys? Let's do this.